0: all right everybody welcome to generally fried we are back with an episode that we promised you last week and we are delivering to you this week we have a new guest on the show his name is blake berman how's it going everybody glad to be here what's up blake
1: not much. Uh, excited to be here. Um, for- excited to have you, man. We've been talking about this for a while now. Yeah, it seems like every time I see you, we talk about you know setting it up and having it. You are talking to the microphone. Oh, my bad. My bad.
0: Here, if you if you sit on that side and kind of turn the microphone, you got okay. of. Do you know what sucks uh, about
1: go. this whole thing? Is like like we have to pay attention to the mics and shit like that. It just sucks. Well, it's
0: a good conversation that you want to get on a recording.
1: I know. I just wish like uh,
0: that's the whole point of it. Oh, yeah. Don't be all pissed about shit because you're hungover and we all feel good. <laughs> I'm just, nah, I'm feeling like shit, man. Uh, Cam's a terrible co-host today. <laughs> What'd you do last night?
1: Oh, I just, you know, just went out, got drunk, fucking, ugh. I drank way too much, man. That's what happened. What were you drinking? Just, I drank like a bunch of beer. Yeah. Like, just so, too much beer. <laughs> I hear you. And I started early and I ended late. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I started early and I ended early. If you think about
0: it, <laughs> <clears throat> moving on. No, no, no one, fuck car- no one cares about on. your last night drunk drama.
1: All right, but one more thing. Then I asked. Uh, I, asked I, I, t- I was talking to Gavin about it, mm-hmm. and uh, he he didn't like the idea. So he's like, "No, nah, I don't want to be in it." And I'm like, "All right, it's fine." <laughs> well, at least he was honest about it. Yeah, I really loved that he was honest. Exactly. About it.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, we're gonna have him on the podcast here shortly too. Yeah. Nah, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck you, dude. I'm about to start my own podcast. You're a fucking, you're a fucking terrible co host, dude. I, I could do I'm this by great, myself. I'm a great co host. I could do this fucking by myself. I'll have you on as a guest. What are you talking about? You've been fucking shitty today. Shit. And you better dude, start apologizing about it. I'm not apologizing. You better respect the podcast. I'm here now, I'm here now and I'm fucking working, man. Okay. You know? All then right. stop complaining about it last what? night and let's make good content. Oh, this,
1: you know, complaining is good content. And guess what? In the first podcast we did earlier today with the surfer, Gio, he... Uh, you didn't do shit. I did it all myself. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it, was be- it was for the best. I was, anyway, the I was listening to you guys anyway half the time. Well, you guys are good. I Yeah, but decide. you brought
0: in a good question, that one question you did ask. No, I asked a bunch. Because you don't know shit about surfing, and that's good. There's yeah. two people that know about surfing who's talking to... Two people who are listening to this who might not know shit about surfing yeah, yeah
1: i think that's how like if you have two people that know what they're talking about and coming in with a question where it's like people can relate to it if they don't know what exactly like i mean
0: i don't then know we what's start, about then we started then we started talking about jiu-jitsu and he wasn't even there for it he was in his bed laying down <laughs> yeah yeah well, i was throwing up man <laughs> that'll do it <laughs> no you were in your bed laying down after you throw up yeah i couldn't come a back real out a real you. champ would have went in threw up came back out here rally back I- I wasn't feeling it in. I was all not right. feeling it. <clears throat> Moving on.
1: <laughs> I thought I was doing it for the best. I could have come back right.
0: out. But. What's up, everybody? This is Generally Fried. What, up? <laughs> what yeah. episode number is this? <laughs> this is episode 25. 25, all right. Yep, we did uh, episode 23 with Trey. We were going to do a, our last one with someone, but it was just me and him. <clears throat> so this one will be episode 25 with Blake. Cool, cool. And you, um, did you do one this morning? You were saying, or yeah, but that one will be after. you. okay, gotcha. We'll release that next week. Nice. Cool. And then uh, hopefully Gavin will come on next week, and uh, we got we got a pretty good lineup of guests. Nice. Are I you guys think. wanting to do more guests? You like doing the two, the one on one, or more guests? Yeah, it's fun to hang out with three of us. Yeah, more than just me and Cam. Because I mean, there's like 20 episodes of me and Cam. Yeah, you know. It's Which cool that can- it's like
1: catalog. You can go back if you want to just listen to, like a one on one or you two talking. You can do that and guests and stuff. Like That's so I don't know. I think with podcasts and everything, like I like watching and listening with multiple people, like three people, and it's cool that there's like a list that you can go back and. With yeah. two people, it's like it's like playing ping pong, with yeah. Conversations, but when you have got like four people, it's like playing ping pong with more people. <laughs>
0: Beautifully like plan- put. Beautifully put. <laughs> We're playing golf with us three, rather than ping pong. Yeah. We're all hitting I the like ball. The ping pong analogy. Yeah, I kind of do. <laughs> I kind of do too. It would
1: be like tennis because tennis, you Could play be- doubles. Yeah, you play doubles. But yeah. you can't play three. Well, yeah, if you put your well, mind to it, you can. <laughs> you can two v one. one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. Anything's all possible. Right, I got. I got some. Do you think? All right. Who's the guy? Fredder? You know, Fredder versus. Me and you federator two of us against one of him he'd sauce you up so it's federator still, He's still- <laughs> oh dude i mean those Federer. is
0: that a real person yeah roger Federer. federer yeah federer. roger federer
1: uh him or like Nadal. i don't know i think anybody at like top level yeah. like it's hard to even understand how good they're like golf and stuff like that to be consistent that long like i remember listening to bryson dechambeau talk about hitting a golf ball And like the certain little grooves in the ball. He's like, I'm working on hitting it like this. And so when it hits the groove and like just how
0: technical everything was, I'm like, man, this is it's a different level. They're hitting the ball on the exact – they know what spot they're hitting the ball on and what spot on the club they're hitting it with. Yeah. You know what I mean? I contact the ball. I'm like – what spot of the club did that hit with? You yeah. know, like no I have no clue. idea. It either felt good or it didn't. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I mean, I yeah. It either goes straight or it doesn't. Yeah, I'm just
1: happy when it doesn't hit the ground. Like when my club head just that's you know, most happens all the fucking time. Yeah, when you it's either it. too low or too high. The worst is actually being too high. I was just about to say that because <laughs> when you were saying, it, I'm like, dude, topping the ball off of like. When you're driving it and you're ready, you're like, I'm going to crank it. And mm-hmm. then you just top it like 10 yards. That's oh, embarrassing. That's oh, the yeah. most embarrassing thing. Especially if you're hitting last. Everybody else is all the way up. Yeah. And you're like, all right, I'm going to go walk 10 feet and hit again. <laughs> yeah. I'll drop a new ball. Yeah. Easily. We'll play best ball on this hole. I'll drop it, you guys. <laughs> um, What's your handicap? Oh, shit, dude. I have no idea. I'm, I'm just no. getting back into it. I, um, I went over. This is a while ago. But I was at the range, and I was hitting, and went up to go grab lunch, came back down, somebody snagged my clubs, so, yeah, so, for the past, like, year, year and a half, I haven't had clubs, but I just got a pair for Christmas, so I'm back out there, Damn, that sucks, yeah, the worst part about that, though, is, like, you know, you've got to buy, buying a whole new set of clubs is expensive, Mm -hmm. and you got to think about it, All right, am I really gonna use these all the time, like, it's yeah i don't it's, know it's just it's a tough thing to buy for yourself oh 100 i don't like spending money on myself in general i kind of like i don't know yeah. like i'm like ah, i don't want to spend money and, and it's like it's golf am i really gonna spend 700 or whatever on golf shit? but like i don't know i got i'm now that i have them it's almost like a kick in the ass to be like all right go play golf like you gotta yeah be, yeah get it together on that but well, have you like, yeah I mean, like, I mean i've since the new year i've probably been out I've been to the range like, <coughs> 10 times, something like that. That's then, a lot. That's yeah, a lot. Pretty, We're yeah. January 21st. It's like every other day or 22nd. Well, yeah. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Uh, since Christmas. Because <laughs> the first week I was going pretty often, and then now yeah. it's trailed off a bit. But I think I've played two or three times. We played over here, and then I played up in Stewart, and I think the par three since Christmas. So, I mean, I've been more than
0: I was, at least. There you go. That's yeah. all that matters. Yep. Getting out there more. I played... The Dunes once or twice since Christmas. I got a gift card. Oh hell yeah! This year for it, so I was like, "Fuck it." I had COVID. I went. <laughs> I went and played golf. How was your uh, COVID experience? It was good. Yeah. Um, I had a headache for a couple of days, mm. and that's about it. Developed a cough yeah. after my headache, but it was very slight cough. Okay, and that's it. When did you catch it? Um, after. New Year. Okay, gotcha. Literally the first. Yeah. Oh, so just not too long ago. Yep. Got On it. the first I got it. And then I was out of work for that first week. Uh when my work was back. And then I tested negative around like the seventh or something. I had it for a week. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I got it my I like I got pretty sick for about a week and then I got like I heard.
0: Yeah. I heard you were really sick with your COVID. Yeah, I, I uh
1: Took Dr. Joe Rogan's advice. I got the monoclonal antibodies and all that afterwards. And that ended up helping me because I caught it and then my mom caught it. And I wasn't thinking about getting the antibodies or anything like that. I was like, I'll just run, let it run its course. She was like, I'm going to go get the monoclonal antibodies. Do you want to come? I ended up getting them. Like a day or two later, I was feeling pretty good. But my boss who gave it to me, he actually had it, got... Really sick, caught pneumonia, was in the hospital for, like, a week and a half, and then got an infection in his foot, and they just, like, last week had to take his toe. No way. Yeah. Damn. So, I'm just, like, I, I don't... I mean, I was sick, but it wasn't anything like that, so... what well, does
0: the infection in the foot have anything to do with his COVID? That's different, right? Uh,
1: just because his immune system was weakened. Oh, no uh, shit. Yeah, he, I mean... He's not, like, a big doctor guy. Like, he doesn't go to the doctor. He's, you know.
0: Gotcha. Um, but uh, I love going to the doctor. Oh, me too. I know. <laughs> I like it too. I, I get, like, a whole day off of work. Mm-hmm. You know, if you plan it the right way, like, sorry, they only had a 10 o'clock appointment. You know? Yeah. Like, maybe go in at 1. But you can you can get, like, a whole day off of work. But I, I just like being
1: in there and doing stuff. Like, Dentist, a little different because. Oh, dude. One time. Oh, sorry. Wait, sorry. Go with your shit. I'm no, gonna... no, no. Go ahead. I was All just. Right. Uh, one time I was at the doctor's office and you know they got the computer right there. Mm. Uh, I like went on and typed in like Pornhub and then I just like <laughs> put it in the corner <laughs> just so he'd get in trouble later or something. <laughs> they say anything? No, he didn't go on the computer. Oh. You know, like. <laughs> yeah. It was perfect. Nice.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm sure they found it eventually. What's this? What's this big black cock? Or some, no. Margaret, <laughs> what are yeah. you looking up? Yeah, and the, oh yeah, I typed in two black cocks, like black cock porn. What you know, gay porn. There yeah. you go. Yeah, make it even worse. No, I didn't do that. <laughs> no. I remember, I had a t- it was like a substitute teacher back in it was like seventh grade, and uh, they gave everybody CDs. Like I don't know what it was for. It was just random like CD <laughs> things. I don't know if anything was on it or whatever feel bad. (laughs) Like, took the thing and wrote gay porn on it and, like, threw it to the teacher, but it hit the teacher, and he's a substitute. He got up. He was (coughs) freaking, get out of my class now. All this. Thought I would never see him again. Went to another school, and he was actually, like, a permanent teacher there. Oh, wow. And uh, was not a fan of mine, but, yeah. Yeah. What grade was that? That was young. Yeah, that was, like, I had to be, like, 10, 11. yeah, dude. Yeah. uh.
0: Cam doesn't want to get any high. Mess with your stomach. Yeah, yeah. We got a big fight tonight. Big fight. Francis Ngannou Ciro versus Cyril Gann.
1: I was about to say Curtis Blades. I haven't watched Blades. any Cyril fights, but everybody talks about him like
0: he's he's like the real, he real was deal. Really, he was really good in his last fight um, against Derrick Lewis. He, yeah, uh, he beat Derrick Lewis up. Uh, that A sad fight because I'm a big Derek Lewis fan. My balls was hot. Yeah, that's got to be like the funniest post. Derek Lewis is uh, like yeah. the funniest, funniest guy out there. Yeah, you know, like, um, just in his interviews and shit. No, I think I think McGregor's funnier. No, come on, <laughs> they're like so different. No, they're so different. But McGregor's hilarious. Mac- He's hilarious. Yeah. yeah, McGregor like talks shit though. It's just, Derek Lewis yeah, is you're, just like no, you're right, you're right. funny yeah. to be funny. He's like funny, yeah. goofy, funny
1: kind of in a certain way, but like, you know, not to fuck with him, but at the same time, McGregor's more like funny in like a cocky, arrogant kind of way that you're like, yeah. McGregor isn't trying to be funny, really. He's yeah. Just, no, he's
0: not trying to be funny at all. Yeah. I don't find him funny.
1: I think he's hilarious. <coughs> What's funny about him? Just like the fact that he's a little fucking Irish guy talking shit. and just. I know, think his
0: accent sounds funny.
1: Well, that's a big part of it, I'm sure. Like yeah. if the guy was in English, but I don't know. I think it's like certain little differences. Like
0: I like how he was like, Yo, yo, your wife was sliding in me DMs. <laughs> that was just, I was just about to say,
3: Your wife's in me DMs. Your wife's in me DMs. <laughs>
1: Break out the red panties. Yeah, I can Fighting that- Connor that
0: phrase was the so the red funny. penny party. it's the red penny party.
1: baby we made it got the red panties
0: <laughs> that phrase sounds like a soundbite
1: yeah. <laughs> oh man how about tyson fury after he wins and he's just like singing songs in the ring after you imagine just getting your ass kicked and then you're like sitting there and this guy's singing like sweet home alabama in the middle karaoke of the <laughs> <coughs> hey, also, be careful in that chair, dude. That thing will fall back. Yeah, don't, leave, <laughs> I don't gotcha. lean
0: back in that chair too much.
1: Alright, I've got I got a nice little base. Here. Dude. Oh,
0: jeez, I was right in the mic.
1: Uh, <coughs> let me see. Oh, Red Panty. That fucking. That is such a fucking old school thing. He can take I'm not even smoking. That's, that's got to a little bit longer. Is that like still a thing? You guys have girlfriends. Is that still a thing? Like, oh, there's Red Panty Night. Like, is that a fucking thing? I don't think it's. I mean,. Yeah, but I don't think it's talked to. I don't think I'm, like, consulted on it. <laughs> I just yeah. find out later, or you know. Yeah. but I'm sure My girl don't wear panties. Ever?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, like, the phrase, though, like, the red panty night. What does that really mean? What it means is, like, you know, like, fucking lots of sex, I guess. You know, like, what
0: does it really mean? I don't know. You'd don't have you know? to Google it. I think it's, uh, you it's say a, it and you let the, whoever you're saying shit. it to,
1: let the, let it run in their mind and let them, them you yeah. because... Cause like think about it, you know she puts on the red panties and cu- and then you just take them off anyway. Fucking, what's the big I mean, deal? about <laughs> well that's like lingerie, but like, yeah, I don't know. No, it's still a, cool. It's a still stupid like it. phrase. It's a stupid phrase. It <laughs> doesn't it's mean st- anything. I'm good. Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: It doesn't mean anything.
1: Oh dude, I am, I am so my throat feels like there's something in it, like from like the Yeah. The-
2: <laughs> 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 no, no,
1: my throat feels like. A cock was in it, like, now, and now what's left is just the aftermath of you were stuck in I got, dick all night. I got cock throat, man. Yeah. Uh, it's like from throwing up. I got cock throat. Have Ugh. you ever thrown up so bad your abs hurt or like your stomach hurts? Like you got like a yeah, yeah. oh yeah, we've all been there. Yeah, that's no fun. But at least you feel a little productive. You gotta work out <laughs> <laughs> it. Oh, I just want to feel better. You know, I just want to feel fucking. Be- I feel like shit. I'm sure there's an IV place. I've oh. never done. I've never done the. I don't think I have done yeah, vital revital IV. yeah. Up the street
0: is it? Yeah, revital, go. revital, dude. What do they do? They give you an IV of vitamins and fluids. Come out of there feeling like fucking. gold. Yeah. No way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Twenty-five minutes later, they have that shit in uh, Vegas. It's yeah. Ho- they'll do hotel service. That's where they started it at. Yeah. It got popular there for sure.
1: Oh fuck yeah! Be cool just to find like. You ever been to Vegas? No, my gra- dude, I need to go. My grandpa lives there. He retired and moved to Vegas. Really? Yeah. He <clears throat> nice. uh, he uh, he was telling me that he. I mean, he's big dart player, and then he gambles and stuff. But like, he moved out there to retire and like, I think do like, go a little like, bit more like into the mic dart tournaments and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I don't know. He he moved out there and he told me if, whenever I go out there, like mm. he'll comp me a room, get a room comp or whatever. Like he's always. I don't know, but I haven't talked to him in a while, but I was talking to my dad like last week. He's like, we need to go out there.
0: He's begging you to come out. Wow. Well, come on.
1: Well, he's not. My dad and I are talking about it. I haven't talked to my grandpa in a little while. Okay. But um, yeah, they're like, he'll, he'll get your room. He'll do all that. So one of these days. You been?
0: <laughs> I went to Vegas when I turned 21 mm-hmm. with all my brothers and my dad. We had a big trip, about four days long, and uh, that was fun. I recently went, again, oh, yeah. with uh, Kelsey. On the, when you
1: guys were on the trip?
0: Yeah, we were in Utah, in Zion National Park. <clears throat> it's like, outside, of, it's in Springdale, Utah, and Springdale's about 250 miles from Las Vegas. Okay. So I was like, fuck it, 250 miles ain't shit at this point. Yeah. You know, it was like four hour drive, five hour drive. You guys stay the night there, or- Yeah, we stayed three nights there. Oh, three nights. Two two nights in a hotel and one night in the van. Hell yeah! Drove by the UFC Apex. Yeah,
1: Yeah, Yeah. you know that was an interesting thing you just said. That like when you're out there on the road, four hour drive is yeah, whatever you know. But if I were here and like I don't, I would never even go to Miami. You know, like. I'll oh, Let's go to my. No, that's a long drive. Yeah, like two, and,
0: two, hours, two two hours, two na- hours, two and a half yeah. hours, depending on where you're going. Yeah, but yeah. you're
1: out there like, eh, fuck. It's only like four hours. You know, two hundred fifty miles. and just drive to Vegas.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know? Quick little
1: trip. It's really free. <clears throat> real. You, th- you might think you're free. Like you can do whatever you want if you live in Florida or whatever. You know, oh, I can go to Vegas, but you don't. You know, if you're out there roaming, you're like, oh, uh, you know, Grand Canyon's uh only uh six hours away. Let's just go.
0: Yeah. That's Literally. gonna be a pretty cool feeling. It's a different just mentality. Like, we've already been, I don't know, four thousand something miles at that point. So it's like, what's another two fifty? Let's just keep racking them up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so much fun, dude. It was a blast. I um, I gotta get the van running right again. It's running like shit right now. Really? But I think it's. I'm thinking it's just a little fuel issue. Okay. <clears throat> I got a new fuel filter for it. And I'm gonna run this uh, fuel injector cleaner through it. If it gets any worse, I might have to replace my spider injector. Yeah, how and much does like, that usually run? Ugh, too much. Yeah. Yeah, it's an expensive one. I gotcha. It's like specific to the Chevy Astro van. So it's like it's gonna it's be It's like one injector with eight ports on it. Okay. Oh, that's that, why it's a spider. Yeah. The legs, that fires a bunch of different times. Yeah. It like looks like a spider literally. Okay. Or six different ports, not eight. It's V six. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but uh I think did it Octo run well is
1: the whole like uh, yeah. The
0: trip? yeah. I uh, I had one little issue when we were
3: uh,
0: we were leaving Tennessee or no, I think yeah, we were leaving Tennessee and going to like Missouri and that's when it started acting up on me. So we made it to Mark Twain National Forest. That? And that's in Missouri. Okay, uh, in the Ozarks. Where he lived. Part of the Ozarks. Right. I don't know. Well, he's from Missouri. So. Okay. Yeah. Probably. What was
1: his, his? Mark. He had his pseudonym. It was Mark Twain, and then. Oh, his real name was uh, was uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Ah no, no.
0: it was um. Oh gosh, I think it was Greg. Uh, Greg. <laughs> Do you know what? Where? Uh, the nickname mark twain came for from yeah you got a mark twain on the steamboat
3: <laughs> well that...
0: there's two theories okay um one of them is that uh, i think it's like a shrimp boat or something mm. they always go to like twain is like a death and their mark is uh it's like a depth, mar- depth marker. Okay. Yeah. When you mark Twain, are we on, and you're on Mark Twain and you throw the anchor out? Some shit like that. Huh. I forget that one, but I'll tell you the other one because it'll make a lot more sense because I know more about it. All right. So <clears throat> you would go back in, the, back in the day, the tab was, if you were running up a tab at the uh, bar, mm-hmm. it was on a chalkboard. And his famous drink, yeah, his famous drink was uh, a whiskey a whiskey something and he would walk in the bar and he would ask for two and he would always walk in the bar and ask for two but he would say mark twain his because mark 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 down twain and twain was two huh so he he would always say whiskey mark twain so if i were there it'd be mark yingling no it would be yingling mark twain Okay. that was his thing, that he would always say Mark Twain, like, give me two of them. Mark down Twain. What, what time me, in history Give me was, a whiskey, Mark Twain.
1: What, what time in history two. was Mark Twain yeah. writing and everything? 1870s. 60s. That's yeah. Ernest Hemingway. No. Hemingway. <laughs> I feel like Hemingway was before be that. No, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was... I think it was like... He, he was in uh, uh, Reconstruction. During
0: Reconstruction, Mark Twain was popular okay what's reconstruction after civil it's war After civil war yeah Oh, uh, is that the time period yeah. yeah yeah i never heard of that
1: the dude my time re-
0: period after civil war was called reconstruction yeah
1: yeah my grandfather is huge hmm. into civil war he's like a historian and he like got all these books and shit you know he's yeah. also really racist oh. like he's a, he likes the south you yeah know? he's on the other season does, <laughs> does he do like the reenactments and stuff oh he doesn't do that he just like he likes the he collects books and shit like that gotcha and uh, he's got a million stupid Mark Twain books and I remember <laughs> I remember one, one, one time and I, I was like really young I was snuck into his thing and I pulled a book off the shelf and said Mark Twain and I opened it up and there's a story in there I read called The, the Jumping Frog of Calaveras County or something like that <laughs> and it was just about this fucking frog and, and it was just so funny it was like and it was and I just think about it though this guy, 1880s, like, hundreds of years later, some little stupid kid is going to sneak into his fucking grandfather's, uh, you know, bookshelf and take a book and read the book and laugh his ass off. Yeah. Like, it stretches through time and it affects so many different people. It's fucking crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah. Legacy. You know, it's, it's around. Yeah. And, like, it's... Your words are around forever. <clears throat> I don't know. I think, like... Like, here's another thing, too, though. It doesn't matter, though. Like, he could be named... Joe Smith or whatever the fuck Mark Twain we'll never know him,'ll we'll we never see him like that's just a name. It doesn't matter at all. but they teach about him in school,
0: like I, yeah. you know it's I never learned about him. I no. love Mark Twain. I Maybe. Finn. No, no I don't even know what that is. You I mean know it's a, I know it's a movie or oh a, a book. Shame on you I don't Ugh. even know what that is Is that, is that about some uh, guy in a boat he, where he's like trying to paint a fence or something? <laughs> it's Tom Sawyer. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say Dude, um, something like that. <laughs>
1: was you know Mark Twain? He he was not. He was not even like a big. He wasn't writing really his whole life. He was doing other small various jobs. But when he was forty, his brother. I mean, he had been writing outside. Okay. But his brother owned a printing press in Missouri. And when he was forty, Mark Twain. Uh, I think he either started or he'd had some stuff and he got published. But think about that. Forty years old. You know. Yeah, like that's fucking twenty years after you become an adult, really. Yeah, you know, and he didn't find what he was really. First off, not really good at. He was the best at writing. You're saying he didn't start until forty. Well, he didn't officially get published till forty. You oh, know? so his career in uh, making books didn't get started until he was forty. So but was he publishing books that he had wrote? No, back before. Oh, I don't know about that, but I think probably he probably did some stuff like that. I feel like there's a lot of cases throughout history when you look at, like, I think Disney was another one. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Walt Disney. And uh, Adolf Hitler didn't become chancellor until he was in his 40s, you know. (laughs) Failed artist. (laughs) (laughs) I just had to throw that in there. Dude, it's crazy. I mean, like, the amount of, like, during that time. mm -hmm, I'm wearing a
0: Jimi Hendrix shirt. All along the watchtower. Twenty-three years. Twenty-six. Twenty-seven. 27?
1: Yeah, it was either 26 or 27, because it's a 27 He was 27 club. when he died. Yeah, yeah it's okay, like him, Kurt Cobain. Um, Cobain, wait, wait, did Cobain die at 27? Jim Morrison died at 27. Yep. Otis Redding died at 27. And I think fucking, not Mozart, there's been a bunch of artists who have... Yeah, This a 27 ...died at thing. 27. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wonder is, if they all got famous at the same time. Like, same age. Like, if that had... Like you know if they were all famous for four years and then it led up to them dying, or if it was Ugh. all scattered well, I think uh what the conspiracy theory is behind it is gemont totally. Gemontria, whatever you hear of that Ge Gema- no, G- I know I've Jim Morrison's that? dad was a CIA agent yeah, yeah, oh, there you can get real deep into that, and then that gets into what's the one guy you should get deep into on the mic, yeah, you know i'm trying to think <laughs> i don 't know enough about it, I'm trying to think. Uh, Jim Morrison's dad, he was involved in the CIA and then, uh, yeah, man, I don't know enough about it to really talk about it, but That's they fine. were some, I know something about here.
0: Morrison when I read chaos. Yeah. Tom O'Neill was talking about someone named Morrison that was a CIA operative. I don't remember. You're right. Something with Morrison has, has some sketchy meaning to it. Yeah. Well, and he was Donkey also, Ballman. what's the
1: guy? <laughs> Uh, famous serial killer guy. He was in, uh, the Tarantino movie, kind of. Like, they
0: they read it. Manson. Uh, Manson. Manson. Yeah, that's so what I'm talking about. He was,
1: yeah, he was... That's what I'm talking about.
0: Oh, really? Tom O'Neill wrote Chaos, all about Charles Manson. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: knew the name when you said it, and I didn't know the, like, the name of the book. I feel like I've heard it, but I I never read it.
0: Um, Dude took 20 years to write the book. He started writing an article about the 30-year anniversary or the fifty-year anniversary, I forget um, about th- murders. Uh-huh. Thirty-year because it was sixty-nine, and then it was ninety-nine when he was writing it. So twenty years later, two thousand nineteen, he post publishes this book. So what was some of the? Uh, cause wasn't he part of like the uh,
1: like acid experiment experiments or something <clears throat> like that that they did he, back in the sixties?
0: He after he got out of jail in. 67 Mm -hmm. he began forming the family and in 60 the summer of 67 through the summer of 68 that was the summer of love Mm -hmm. and through 68 and then by 69 um the summer of 69 august that's when charles manson murdered or charles manson sent out tex watson linda Casabane. um Two more people wasn't was, to where, go like... murder um, Tate, uh, Sharon Tate, Tate, yeah, and everybody at the house at, on Celio Drive. Yeah. It's spotty to me because it's such a long fucking book. It took me so long to fucking read. I never finished the whole thing. It's like 400 and something pages long. Yeah. I got about 300 pages into it, and uh, I was just like overloaded. On information about Charles Manson, yeah, and I was like, dude, this shit's deep. I know, fucking should, you know, deep.
1: Do some comedy, like add throwing some comedy. You know, maybe talk about another serial killer for a
0: little bit. You know, that way people don't get all, Ugh, you know, too much Charles Manson. But all his research, <laughs> yeah, but all his research is on Charles Manson, and this yeah. dude did. Not only is he talking about his research, but then like a whole page is dedicated to how he found the research. And what it took to find the research, because that's another sketchy part about everything he had to do. And what it took so much time is that he's like going into these LAPD files that are locked up in some big warehouse storage facility. Are they and working no with one, him? They're letting him do it? Yeah. Okay. And no one even knew that he was doing this. Like the higher up people. Mm-hmm. He got access through another person that knew the gate guard or something because that guy knew... The person who gave him the information, he's like, if you want to prove me right, you can go to the warehouse where the files are that they want to say they're not around anymore, but this is where they're keeping them. And like one guy knows the information, so he goes and finds it. And there's just this whole fucking page. And I'm like five pages in reading about one fucking fact about Charles Manson. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, dude, this guy did his fucking research. Yeah. You know, but when you're exposing a big conspiracy like that, talking about the CIA operating on American soil, you almost you need to do your fucking
1: research. If you, Yeah. I mean, if it's something that's not, you know, by the book standard, you know, textbook history. You almost have to have that extra layer of credibility and like show, like, no, this is all real. Cause I mean, there's so much, especially with the internet now, there's so many theories going around, so much unproven, just, you know, this or that. You know, it sounds to me like this guy wrote the book on Charles Manson, you know. Did he he's have a crush s- on him? Did you have any hint that he had a crush on him during the whole thing? Like,
0: <laughs> he even said, he's like, <laughs> I got obsessed with this guy. That, no, yeah.
1: the, the guy who wrote it is fucking crazy. Spending 20 years writing yeah. one book about Charles Manson he's you, crazy. You
0: would think so. He's got to be crazy, but it's fascinated. not a bad thing. It's just he's crazy. He Well, like,
1: again, going to, like, you know, the top top of any field, I mean, you look at, like, professional, like, everybody expects, like, professional athletes to be, you know, well-spoken and everything. And for the most part, they are. But, like, to be the very best, like, no one ever was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Pokemon theme song. But to be that good, as something yeah, you have. Po- that's a full circle in Pokemon. <laughs> we were
0: talking about Pokemon earlier. But just to be, you gotta be. You're
1: pretty much you're you're crazy. You're you're so dedicated, or just you know, naturally crazy talented. Then also like dedicated to a certain point. But I feel like to be that good, like the top level, like you gotta have a little bit of craziness in you. Like he yeah. had a great conversation with Rogan. That's all I gotta say. And that's why I, think I bought I, the book. I I've, I've bought a couple books that way through mm-hmm. just like. People on Rogan. I forget there's That's why one. I
0: bought Fight Club. I listened to Chuck Felinick yeah. on Rogan, yeah. and I'm like, I've seen this movie, I know how good I it is. I love that movie. But man. the book, man, the book reads just like the movie watches. Yeah. <clears throat> or should I say the movie watches just like the book reads? Okay, yeah. You know, because the book came first, and mm. it's just like the movie. Movie's really good. Books yeah. books really good and it's a really easy read. Okay. I'll have to check it out
1: because I just just rewatched Fight Club a couple I've been trying to get Sage to watch it. And she's always like, I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it. So the other night, put it on. We were watching it. She fell asleep. I'm like, I'm finishing it. and watched <laughs> all of the... it. Love that fucking movie, man.
0: You know what I like about that movie? He's a soap salesman. Ugh. The fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> but it's like the same ingredients to make soap than it is to make bombs. yeah that's what, that's what the thing was. See? I was just setting you up there. I knew all along. That's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> Or and, that's, that's the reason, not the difference. So, uh, you know, I've often thought of this. What if I had a Tyler
1: Durden? What if you had a Tyler Durden, you know, in your life? I well, feel like talk- at certain points that you didn't even know about. Maybe I'm your Tyler Durden. What he's talking about, more or less like
0: a schizophrenic person.
1: Well, I mean, I feel like he had to create a different version of himself and then essentially kill the old version of himself in it to become Tyler Durden or what the parts that he thinks that he wanted to be. I fell asleep at the end of it again. But, like, the way – it, because he is Tyler Durden, you know? Like, he is yeah. that guy. But it was, like, him living in both being himself – like, his old self and his new self. And then his apartment destroys. Like, he – is in this life, he can't sleep, he's doing this, and he starts going to those meetings and everything, and then he starts to become, you know, breaking whatever, traumas or whatever, and then his apartment explodes. It's, like, basically burning the bridge behind you. Like, he blew up his apartment. Yeah. He did all that. Yeah. And so he was kind of killing his old self to make his new self, but then, like, loving his new self, but also hating his new self at the same time, and I don't know. Like, I I like that
0: movie a lot, man. That's a great movie. You know,
1: um... Nah I forgot what I was gonna say. No.
0: I think it was a. I think it was a <laughs> dude that was battling mental illness the whole time. I mean, he was. He was. He definitely lost. I think he, I think <laughs> he was uh, schizophrenic. I think that's the whole thing. That's the whole point of the movie. Is that no, he's no, schizophrenic no. and he's seeing well, oh, he's seeing to... his other side of himself as a different person. But is the book different than the yeah. movie? No, was... it's about the same. Okay, I feel like the,
1: the book probably gives a little more context to things like a little more detail maybe um but i mean i've never read it so it's a dude
0: battling with mental illness the whole time because he's stressed out he was so stressed out with work and he never slept and he developed schizophrenia because of how paranoid he eventually got with just random shit and uh the spiral into craziness yeah but he also with your demons coming out at the same time
1: but at the end You know, whether it's, well, he has redemption, but also like when I said like the burning everything down, he takes down the credit card company. And so like everybody, like he essentially in the movie destroys like all the debt that everybody has and builds a new. So it's kind of a metaphor for his life. Oh, you know know what I mean? And like when he's in the car and they're driving and like he's got a. He's, like, freaking out, and, like, he's telling him to just relax. I forget that part of the movie, but I think that's also, like, another part of, like, trying to control everything and be a part and, like, control where his life's going. But he just, like, lets it go. And then, like, they crash, but everything's fine. Which I also kind of think is, like, a metaphor. I don't
0: know. He got his balls chopped off, though. That was a crazy scene. Did he? I don't even remember that part. When the... Because he was asking for Tyler Durden. Oh, yeah. And... He was asking too many questions. First rule is that you don't ask questions. Yeah. He started asking questions, and they're like, you said to do this to you, boss. Yeah. They wrapped yeah, up his balls that. with a rubber band. Yeah. Oh, shit. They would um, castrate They would castrate people.
1: You, remember, uh, Remember? The, I just saw this meatloaf just died, and he was in that movie. Remember the big titty guy who hugs him at the convention or whatever? The convention. The meeting? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's oh, is like that crying. Meatloaf? He gets meatloaf. And then Louie Anderson also just passed away yesterday. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Who the fuck is Louie Anderson? Dude, he's a stand-up comedian. He was hilarious. Was he? Oh, yeah.
0: I had no clue, like, who the fuck he was. I Bro. had no idea who he was either. I was just looking him up on the internet. He, he was the other... He was the McDonald's guy in Coming to America. He was the white McDonald's employee, the fat white employee. Yeah. He was the delivery man in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, he's a big star. Um... <laughs> <laughs> No, these are just like these. These were his famous roles. I was, read, yeah. I was reading this article. Yeah. He hosted Family Feud for a couple of years, um, and he's always been a stand up. That's another thing too. Yeah. I know he was like really respected in this, like, it, like just on Twitter now.
1: Seeing like going through, and after he passed away, like everybody from like no matter what like different venue or time frame of comedy, like all mm-hmm. was like. I've seen like Kathy Griffin, mm-hmm. and then like the next. Paul, I saw like,
0: Polly Shore, Bob Saget. Yeah. Ooh, Bob's dead. Yeah, Bob just passed away too. Yeah. But it was an old video of Bob Saget, or an old okay. tweet of Bob Saget talking about. It was like a six month old tweet, I think. Uh, yeah. yeah. And. uh yeah. Him and, and Norm Macdonald. Norm Macdonald's, Norm Macdonald's another Dude, one. Dude, that one, Bob Saget. I'm not gonna lie. Is but... another one too. Like, if we're talking about dead comedians, there's a lot of comedians dying these days. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they die all the time. They, they do die all or the time. time it doesn't. <laughs> Hey, uh, Not really. They are. They are. There's a lot. When you of think about it, how there? many comedians are there out there, like famous, famous comedians? There's like 500. Well, you know, no, I'm saying there's there's so many guys Say who could easily take their place
1: and do just as well. Certain people. Certain people. There's so much funny people out there. I'm telling you, like there's. But in terms of like crafting I, a whole thing him. and like, I don't know, like there's there's funny people and then there's like a well crafted act. I think, like, I don't yeah. know, like yeah. where you come, like there's certain people that are legit, like really, really good joke writers where they, they set you up the whole time. And you think you're listening to something and it comes full circle back to something. You're like, how, what, Mark what the Norman. fuck? Mark Norman, Mark Norman is hilarious. a good joke writer. Yeah.
0: Right. I've wanted to like him. I just can't. I don't like his voice and his fucking yeah, But he's a good Genius. joke writer Yeah, and he's got good, like one liners. He can rip them out for days. Yeah. But uh when you talk about like Chris Farley, that's an act. Well, you know? Chris yeah, like I think that like That's different comedy. That's
1: like that's I feel like more like performative. Like you're you people are laughing like you're you you're bringing it out of people rather than like making them think about it and then making them laugh. Yeah. Like it's like it's like an instinctual like, you like know, Chris like Farley a, couldn't just stand on the stage and just say his stuff. He's got to act it out and whatever. And, and maybe he could, thing. but it just it just works so much better. Like, he's so physical yeah. and so, I, I don't know. But that, you that know? was
0: his thing. He, he was an act. Mm-hmm. He was know? really physical.
1: Oh, yeah. Really, 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 really physical. Robin Williams was <laughs> another guy. one who was
0: who was like an act. You mm-hmm. know, he wasn't... He had, like... His I know. Whole, he's like you guys know Andrew Dice Clay, and he was on stage being a clown. That's really an act. It's, like, it's a good act. Yeah, Are you going to kill yourself. Yeah, you know, at the end of everything, when you're trying to make everybody laugh the whole time, I think that's
1: the mm-hmm. ultimate joke. Right? Honestly, Killing it, it might just be a clever. Yeah. <laughs> no, think about it. Like the, the comedian who kills himself. That's ironic as shit. You know, the unhappy comedian. I think it probably. I feel like it, to, if, you're, if you're like. I don't know. I feel like if Until you're a comedian you- you're, and you're so used to getting like... Like you're on stage every night getting the adoration and the attention and everything like that. And you're like always making people laugh. I feel like when you would come off stage, I feel like it would be... I don't know. I feel like any kind of performance like that, it's got to be weird coming off stage. I feel like it's got to be such a high to yeah. perform live and then come back and like... You think maybe he did just go- it so often that he just got desensitized to... Like what it truly means to be happy and to actually get that real emotion from people. Well, I think I've heard comedians talk about it. who have been doing it for a long time, and then get jaded, and then they're yeah. like, they they know what's going to make people laugh, and they know that they, like they'll go up and do like something that they're like, oh, this is stupid, and it's going to make all these idiots yeah. laugh. And I then love, they get, the, yeah. And so they get jaded towards humans, and yeah. you know everything, and so then they come off stage, they go from that high high to a hotel room where they're just sitting in there, and it's like. Yeah, I don't know. It's got to be... It's rocky. But, uh, you know, my favorite, like, thing about... Norm Macdonald, he died. He was, that that crushed me when I saw that. Because I saw him live, and, uh, and one of the things he said, he's like, I love to bomb. I yeah. like to go up there with shitty material and just, you know, what are you, smoking? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just... You know, workout material become. He's like, I wanted to have a joke. I wanted to get up there and uh, be able to t- like just talk and do a joke about anything. Yeah. And for the most part, when I saw him, he really did that. He was like, he started talking about politics, and then uh, he would go. I remember he used to have like, because I've seen I've seen all of his comedy. Mm-hmm. He would, his crutch, the thing that he would use like to fall back on, would be his material. But for the That's most part, crowd work just, and yeah, talking. It's all crowd work, all talking. And he had a the funniest shit was he had a cigarette. The whole time he's on stage, right, not lighting it at all, just walking around. And finally, like halfway through, some guys like uh some guys like, Are "You fucking light it or not?" And he goes, "What this? No, I'm a, I'm not a smoker. I just, I have an oral fixation." <laughs> <laughs> he would say that same line. Yeah, same line. I remember he was on. I think he was on the View, <laughs> and like. They're talking about Bill Clinton, he's oh, like, oh, that was oh, the he's, funniest shit he's ever, like, man. like, oh, yeah, Bill Clinton, he, uh, yeah. he killed the guy. And they're, like, right. and they're like, all right. They're like, all right, we're going to keep moving. And he's like, yeah, it's just crazy. And he wouldn't, he wouldn't let he him. He killed a guy. And they're like, <laughs> all right, Norm, you're not going to be coming back on. He's, and he's like, like yeah, what? What? <laughs> and then the fucking guy calls. The guy, Some guy called him. He picks out his phone, and they're like. You're such. A, he's like, oh, do you know your producer? He gave me the phone. He's gonna call me, and it's gonna be a bit. He like ruined the bit.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I remember hearing this like one of his jokes. It's like, uh, all right, so it's this guy talking to his neighbor. He walks up. He's like, uh, new guy moves in town. He walks up. He's like, hey, uh, how you doing? He's I'm good. He's like, uh, you new to the neighbor. He's like, yeah, I just moved here. I'm a professor of logic down at the university. He's well, like, can you tell that story? Can you tell that joke? I, yeah, like, not perfect, but I I, I got a few memorized. warm jokes I can tell. Like, okay. Yeah. So so he's he just moves in. He's like, yeah, I'm a professor of logic down at the university. He's like, oh, professor of logic. What is that? He's like, well, I could probably explain. I could probably tell you, show you better than I can tell you. He's like, all right. He goes, uh, Mark, do you have a do you have a dog? He said, yeah. He goes, okay. So since you have a dog, I assume you have a dog house. It's like, I do. He goes, okay. You have a dog house. I assume that you have a house for yourself. He's like, I do. He goes, okay. Since you have a dog, a dog house and a house, I assume you have a wife. He goes, I do. He goes, okay. So from all of that, I can gather that you are a straight man, uh, with uh, median income. He's like, okay. So, they're walking down the road, and uh, a couple days later, and the guy, Mark, runs into one of the other neighbors. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, have you met the, uh, the new neighbor? He's like, yeah. He's like, oh, uh, what does he do? He's a professor of logic down at the university. He's like, professor logic? What is that? He's like, well, I can probably show you better than I can tell you. He goes, okay. He's like, Jim, do you have a dog? He goes, no. He goes, well, that must mean you're a faggot. That was good, dude. All right, I got one. I thought of the one I want. All right. So, uh, so I'm a, I, was, I was wearing a bartender. as a bartender back in the day. One of the first things they tell you is you, you don't serve the drunk people. All right? That's the first thing they tell you. So I'm working, and a guy comes in. He stumbles in. Drunk as all hell. And uh, I'm like, hey, sorry, buddy. I, I can't serve you. You're drunk. He's like, I don't want to drink. I want to shoot a dart at your dartboard. And I'm like, ah, what? You can't shoot a dart at my dartboard. It's a sharp object. You might, I don't know. No, he's like, just one shot. Please, one shot. I'm like, all right. So he takes it, fucking bullseye. Never seen anything like it. So then he's like, what do I win? I'm like, ah, what do you win? Uh, I'm looking around. I see uh, underneath the bar is a turtle with a shoebox in a shoebox. And I give it to him. I don't know why it was there, but anyway. So then he takes it under his arm and walks out. Yeah. Two weeks later. Guy comes back in again, and he's drunk again. And I'm like, uh, oh, man, sorry, guy, I can't serve you, you're drunk. He's like, I don't want drink, I want to shoot a dart at your dartboard. So I'm like, "Ah oh, man, I, I can't, you did that last time. He's like, just one shot, please, one shot. And I'm like, all right. So he takes it bullseye again. Incredible. And he goes, what do I win? And I'm like, I don't know, man, what'd you, what'd you win last time? And he goes, last time I won a, I won a, a roast beef on a hardwick." <laughs> I've told that one on here like I think twice, <laughs> yeah,
0: and I don't laugh at all ever every time. It's fucking hilarious. I don't hilarious. get it. I don't get roast beef on a hardwick. Well, it's a turtle, so he cooked. He ate the fucking turtle. I know, but what's hardwick? Is a hardwick bread? is a type of. Uh... Food. It's
1: like a bread, like a hard bread, I would it's assume. A hard, yeah. So he thought the cardboard was that and he thought the turtle was uh yeah, something like the that. roast beef. Or I think it's the shell. I think the oh, shell true, I think he yeah. just
0: you know, on a hard wick, you know. Yeah, true, true, shell. true. Lame. I got a norm joke. Alright. Yeah. It's the only norm joke I know. Okay. A dog walks in ah! <laughs> to a <laughs> to a telegraph uh office. Okay. And he wants to send a telegraph. Or a telegram. Walks into a telegram office. He wants to send a telegram. Whoa. And he walks up to the counter and the guy says, hey, how's it going? Uh, um, so you want, to, you want to send a telegram. What do you want these telegrams to say? So the dog goes, woof, 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 woof. And he says, well, I noticed that's only nine wolves. You can get an extra word for free. And the dog says, well, that wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, you, you messed it up. You can get an extra woof it'll be for free
1: because he's assuming that's the only words that the dog knows is woof. You can add an extra woof, it'll be for free. <laughs> I didn't explain your joke, did I? <laughs> no, I fucked up my joke. You could have. I like both of yours; They're both good. Right, I got one more. I got I got a new one. Remember the new one? What, did you just Google this one? No, no, no. I'm, I got this. is my <laughs> material. <laughs> I'm going to try out soon. Uh, no, I got one. I heard it the other day. Uh, is that, all right, so there's a guy, a guy walks into a bar with a dog, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the bartender goes, hey, uh, you, can't, you can't bring your dog in here. And he's like, no, but this isn't an ordinary dog. This dog talks. You know, it's a talking dog. Mm-hmm. And he goes, <laughs> shut the fuck. No, I'll bet you $10,000 right now that dog can't talk. And if you're wrong, I'm going to throw you out the window. You and your stupid dog. So and he's like, uh, all right, go ahead. Ask him some questions, you know. And he's like, all right, what's above your head? And the dog goes, woof. And he goes, who's the best baseball player ever? Woof. What's in top of your mouth? Woof. And then fucking goes flying through the window. And the dog goes, you think I should have said DiMaggio?
3: <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. Uh.
0: Who's DiMaggio? He's <laughs> uh, a baseball player. <laughs> uh, I liked it when you said Mickey Mantle. You told me that joke the other day. Oh, I just used a different baseball <laughs> Mickey Mantle. I knew Mickey Mantle was a baseball player. Oh, yeah. Uh. No, that's, that's, that's a funny one. I like that.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, am gonna use that. That's, that's like a quick, and it's like you got the woof. I yeah, I like the woof part. That's what <laughs> woof, woof. <laughs> Who's the best
0: baseball player ever? Woof. <laughs> Who's woof? A baseball player? Babe, babe roof. Ruth. Babe Ruth. <laughs> oh And then the roof of your mouth. Yeah. Babe Ruth. Roof. Oh, that's huh. so stupid. That is pretty stupid. I liked it. Uh, I, I got, I got. Cam's one got here. some jokes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I would like to hear him.
0: Test him out. You got a new audience.
1: Oh, we we're
0: talking about have jokes, you, why not?
1: Yeah. Have you done stand up before? No. 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 I haven't either. I've, he dude, would I've, like to. He's trying oh, to, got, he's I,
0: trying to put together like five minutes. I've yeah. got a
1: bunch of five minute like things. I'm, <sighs> no, I'm not confident in any of them. Yeah, dude. I right. got I've got premise a notes folder in my phone because You have I'm, to talk I'm,
0: into that microphone.
1: I've got a whole big like notes folder on my phone of different premises that I want to build on and yeah. stuff, but yeah, I haven't had. I haven't I've had got a million in my phone. Sometimes I'll just like. I'll, sometimes I'll show you. Like I'll just send you one or whatever. But uh, here, here's one. I think it's ironic. People who can't swim. Don't you know you were once the fastest sperm cell? <laughs> That's good. That's, That's okay. Good. It's, yeah. there's a good premise. I was gonna say it's good premise.
0: What What was the moccasin about? You sent me something named moccasin, and it was a joke. I don't know. Uh, I don't remember it. Yeah. I don't remember it at all. Must have not been good. No. Thought you were gonna remember it. I need to. Just, I need to start memorizing this
1: too, which is hard. It's hard to. It's hard to memorize like all the right like. Yeah. You, know, like you got to do like mirror work, bro. Yeah. Well, I feel like there's a bunch of like, like I don't know. I've been listening to podcasts for I don't know forever, 2011, 12, and like i primarily comedy podcasts and stuff. Rogan, Rogan, like all of his offspring, yeah. <laughs> all his, and then the, the New F8, York scene, uh, the fighter and the kid, the fighter and the kid, Theo Vaughn you know, and then I branch like Crystal Lee or uh, Chris DeStefano I just saw him when he was down here, but the like New York for I feel like a while didn't really have like a podcast scene. They yeah. had like a radio
0: scene kind of with like the Bombfire with Big J and Dan yep. Soder. They're hilarious. Um, what well, in the um the uh the Skanks podcast, Legion of, of Skanks,
1: skanks. yeah. And uh, his uh, What's the one guy Puerto Rican dude from there uh, Luis Gomez is about to have MMA fight with No way With uh, Fuck what's his name He does a podcast with Tony Hawk um, Jason Ellis He used to be like an MMA fighter Radio host Pro skateboarder And so I don't know when that's happening But they have have an MMA fight coming up
0: Interesting That'll be interesting Yeah Dude the MMA tonight is gonna be sick Oh, dude, I'm pulling I'm, pull, I'm pulling up the fight card and we're talking about that for a second. Yeah. Cam, you want to tell a joke?
1: Yeah. Why did they call it the miracle of childbirth? It happens all the time. There's 7 billion people. What was that? Steel <laughs> laugh track. <laughs> <laughs> There's 7 billion people on this earth. <laughs> uh, why uh, why would would you call it a miracle if it happens if anything else happens 7 billion times? No, too many people out here on earth whatever. No, that's good. I like that. Yeah, it's not bad. It's a good premise. And, oh, I got, I got, it. and then it continues. Every ten seconds, a child is born, which is literally like three hundred miracles per hour, folks. That's speeding in the higher dimension.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man, these are corny, dude. But they're, I, don't, I I've, um, they got a good concept, but I'm not a, p- com- I'm not a professional comedian, so this is the best I can do. Hey, you know? but you get out on stage and like, yeah. I feel like what I was. Getting out with uh, watching podcasts for so long and comedy and all that is like, everybody seems to have a different form. Like some people go up and they write on stage. They talk, they remember, they have an idea in their head and they do that. Other people like Jerry Seinfeld, I'm sure Mark Norman, like more like, they're like word by word, yeah. like the economy of words, making sure that you trim the fat off of everything and having just like that. Other mm-hmm. people are, go up in the energy of the room, whatever, and you like yeah. feel what you're going to say. Definitely. I just want to get on stage, man. I don't know. I have, yeah. I've been you wanting really, to do. You it. want to do that? You want to do comedy? Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, dude, it's something I want to do a long time. Um, I've got a premise ever. of a joke right here. All mm-hmm. right, I want you to think about it. My favorite word ever is "luftwaffe." It, it just sounds cool to say. Oh, yeah. I fucked that up already. <laughs> I, I fucked that up already. The what German is it Luftwaffe? Isn't it like German? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, my favorite word is Luftwaffe. Not because it sounds cool to say. I just like dropping bombs on Jews. You know? <laughs> if you don't know, the word Luftwaffe is literally translated into the Nazi Air Force, which would be the best air force ever because nobody would see them coming. <laughs> Get it? The Nazi I Air can't Force. See. The yeah. Nazi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I
0: you remember? Not see. You Nazi. Who would see him <laughs> <see them> coming? That's <laughs> <laughs> <Not's> me.
1: <laughs> Dude, I remember in fifth grade, I had a Jewish friend, and we were learning about the Holocaust. And his dad came in and like was teaching everybody about you know Jewish culture and all that. And, his like, dad came yeah, in. Yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, And you know the blonde hair, blue eye thing came in, and obviously I have blonde hair and blue eyes. And like then he started. You got flashbacks when he saw you, dude. No, but then right after that he started talking about Crystal Knock, the night of broken glass. And my birthday just passed, and it's April nineteenth. And so for like two months after that, the Crystal Knock happened on April nineteenth. And he told us that, and everybody's like, "Blake, that's your birthday, and you have blonde hair and blue eyes." <laughs> Dude, everybody was calling me a Nazi at school for like two months. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's fucked up, man. Dude, and I was like, I don't know. I was I was like a super gullible kid, and I was like, "Fuck, maybe I am." Like, Nazi. am I like a Nazi experiment or something? <laughs> like, it was on my birthday. Like numerology, something's lining up. I don't What's know, the yeah.
0: broken glass? It was night, a night day, broken glass.
1: I think it was like right, like um, like German officers went to like Jewish businesses and like broke all of, like the glass uh. and like and like the you know rated everything oh i think i know what you're talking about yeah and like i don't know yeah it stuck with me i was on my birthday and i was i was all com- i oh, wasn't that's... convinced but i was like fuck
0: man am i like that's gnarly but yeah hey who's more racist the holocaust deniers or the people who support hitler it's uh no tough.
1: the tough.
0: not the deniers because i've met deniers
1: like yeah they the what well, I mean yeah, shit. <laughs> no, I mean I've seen the videos. In mirror, I met I've the seen the videos, you know uh, Holocaust's fate. But know. they they don't they just think they just think it's like a actually it's pretty racist when I say it out loud. <laughs> they just think they think it's a Jewish plot. <laughs> Like no, Hitler was on to something and then propaganda. Oh. <laughs> but actual Nazis actually killed Jews. Oh these yeah. guys are just saying, yeah, the Jews, it's all yeah, yeah they're they're making a big deal about it. You know how they get. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> they're know they're fussing. Fucking, <laughs> fucking cranky Jews. No, I'm 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 under the impression it
0: happened. No, I gotta, I'm pretty I gotta, pretty racist. Sure. Yeah, you gotta be I less racist if you're a Hitler
1: supporter. I mean you know, I think both they're just like pretty bad. Well, Pretty they're both bad, bad but they're, they're both they're both just like being manipulated by the <laughs> media, man. Like I don't know. It's yeah. also or crazy. Back then, I watched World War Two in color the other night, and Great, it's just. Dude, I love that shit. Dude, yeah. it's just Hitler yelling. You know, like like on like he didn't have He couldn't like you know do a press release or anything. It's like that. He's up there yelling with a megaphone. Yeah. And then they took a picture and then wrote underneath it, but it's just like crazy that like all the world like at that time you know Mussolini, uh, Mao, him, like. They were able to. What a great like generation. manipulate. Well, but just manipulate all of the people, all of their supporters, into thinking that that was just like that was fine. You and know, it's like they didn't have all of the technology and tools that they have today. Which I mean, they're still, you know. But major when you think about shit it, shit with that. I mean, phone and in sight. Just people living in the moment. The mega, getting manipulated to kill <laughs> yeah, Jews and Gypsies. Jews. <laughs> but when you
0: think about it, that was the first instinct there the first instant where dictators had a megaphone yeah a megaphone was, <laughs> was new, new technology there was a megaphone <laughs> was new technology yeah so like broadcasting that thing and getting a group of people fired up about one subject was a new thing well i just read this book i don't think you the understand how funny that is what?
1: <laughs> that's new technology is a oh, mic yeah they wouldn't wouldn't a have been megaphone. able to do it without it without a megaphone maybe oh. speakers yeah. speakers and shit yeah all okay. that was new technology. Technology is always ruining shit, you know? <laughs> I mean, think about the Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, technology is, <laughs> like, I feel like there's good and bad, and it's a trade-off. And it's, like, the internet's like, a beautiful thing in the sense that, like, people come together. Like, there's, like, problems in the world, like, cleaning the oceans. Like, I saw this guy on Rogan that he, like, pulls out, like tons and tons like literally thousands hundreds of thousands of trash every year and he was able to like make a community over the internet to do that but then you got like dude you see the thing on Rogan that it was like 19 of the top 20 Christian Facebook pages are all troll farms russian troll farms and that it's like that in the top one is even it's like 10 times bigger than any of the other ones and it's not just the Christian pages it's like I remember, like, the African-American page. It was My Baby Daddy Ain't Shit. was a Russian troll farm, and it had, like, 19 million followers and the next closest one. Which Why? I don't even know how you, you classify what that page, how that would be. But anyway. It was just run by bots. And Why would they do that? To create divisiveness because all of them were, like, starting fights on it. And, like, a huge percentage of them, like, almost the full percentage of them weren't following the pages. It was, like, a paid ad to be on somebody's timeline, and they were scrolling through. They just saw it, got in a conversation on it, and then they're on that page fighting with people. It was, like,
0: like, it was like proven they got the Proud Boys, they got yeah. like Antifa, and like pro-Muslim. They yeah. got a pro-Muslim rally right across the street from like a Proud Boys rally or yeah. something, like a pro-America rally. Yeah,
1: and then another one in Texas, they did a uh, gun, like a, a pro-gun rally, uh, oh, like an smart. NRA rally with like uh, across the street, like basically like an anti-gun thing. And that's like, awesome. They're just creating (laughs) divisiveness within, I don't know, it's crazy, man. I think the pro-gun crowd would probably win in that fight. I mean, yeah. They got the guns. Yeah, you're walking to that side of the street (laughs) if you're just walking past. That's awesome, though. They just totally, like, manipulate Americans like that so easily, too. Well, and and it's not just them. I mean, dude, you look at, like, media in general, man. Like, the whole idea that everybody in America, like, hates each other and, and, like... (laughs) I, it's not real like you, don't you have, go around and you talk to people it's like it's not real it's like just this idea that is being yeah. pushed and it's like weird that our media is, is allowing it
0: to happen so many people are so confused by like what's going on right now they're like no n- yeah none of this makes sense oh dude i mean people everybody's are, morals are, are turned
1: upside down based on what the media says like you look at i mean if, if you're like all right, so right now, so, like, if you're associating the vaccine with one side or the other, it's kind of more like associated to the left, which and that's where the mandates and all that's kind of coming from. And which is strange because my body, my choice, and then certain things on the right, same thing. They it's, pe- they're getting people all like people aren't going to stand for anything.
0: They do They don't. Mean, like, they don't their beliefs are centered around what the politicians are saying, and the politicians don't give a are shit on, about you, man. What? No. Like, exactly. Like
1: I, I don't know when when everything was all heated with like Not the Mike election Trump. and everything. I'm like, dude. Either either side, the candidate on the right or the left, would like shoot you in the head to win a state that they aren't supposed to win. Like a Republican would shoot you in the head to win California easily. Like, it's, it's, the it's, only
0: thing is that they wouldn't shoot you in the head. They would get someone to shoot you. They would get someone to shoot you in the head. They you know, call a pillory. It would, it would <laughs> look like a murder or something. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, man. It's. There's a it, the whole, I don't know the whole idea sketchy, of all, like all the shit. Like there was a thing with a guy, the the journalist that was like criticizing Hillary Clinton, and then his car somehow got like hijacked, and then yeah. supposed to hit a tree, but like he he like hit a tree, but his engine was like two thousand feet away from the car, so it's no like he would have had to been going six hundred miles an hour yeah. <laughs> and hit that tree.
0: Like his car blew up. His car blew up. Yeah. Like. Dude, I don't know. That's crazy. What about Ghislaine getting off on a mistrial? She's going to probably get off on a mistrial. Yeah, like old Bill. Bill Cosby,
1: the most notorious raper in American history. (laughs) The (laughs) biggest serial rapist in American history is Is fucking free. Did he get off? Yeah, he's out of jail right now. Honestly, like... People are so happy about it, too. Honestly, it's good for him. Like, he's really funny. I think the world... All right, here's here's what I'm saying. He's a weirdo, man. I have a point. I have stories about that. I have yeah. an actual point to make about this. All right, how many people did he fucking rape or whatever? How 1600 many? at least. Shut up. Really? Okay, he should actually go away. I mean, but, dude, right. <laughs> that 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 the most notorious <laughs> serial, <laughs> serial rapist in America, like that's like legit. Like he like is.
2: <laughs> Never like he mind. is.
1: But my point was going to be, if you had said like anything under 100, i had been like, "All right, fuck those 100 people cuz he made millions laugh, you know." I'd rather have, you know, like think about it like this. What if like they tried to make me not able to watch Louis CK anymore? And Louis C.K. is the funniest stand-up going right now. He's hilarious, yeah. Yeah. And they're they're like, oh we're he can't we he can not we can not opinion.
0: Him. Yeah, what
1: but my my opinion is strong, sir. I, don't <laughs> I think it's pretty inter- I mean he's he's, he's he is z- not the strongest comedian going right now. Oh, you yeah, can make an argument yeah. for it. I wouldn't yeah. say right now. I would say he's he's so good, but I think he kinda got pushed back into like the trend. I haven't watched his newest yeah. one. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it was undeniable that everybody thought he was top three at the time. And then like, you know, it's like him, Bill Burr, Chappelle is kind of who everybody puts in their, their, you know, top three, it seems, but. Bill Burr's not that funny. Dude, he's got some bits that are fucking hilarious. The black and white special when he was like talking about like, uh, (laughs) he was like a bit about, um, like old movies with like. White guys, and it was like like uh you know with segregation and everything. Yeah, I love that. Bit. And yeah. he's like, he's like, and you just see like the commercial pans get to out the just
3: pool. get out of the pool. That's like, <laughs>
1: fucking they, hilarious. The joke was they've gone through like uh uh every the first black swim team or or, or the first black hockey team, first black football. And it gets all the way down to swim, and he's like, get out of the pool, you know, like oh some pool. angry white guy. fucking... <laughs> That was good, but I think Bill Burr, he, like, he would be the best, like, sports announcer ever. Oh,
2: yeah. (laughs) Right? Yeah,
1: he'd be great. Monday Night Football, that old red bastard. (laughs) (laughs) Do You ever see his Philly rant when he, like, that's, like, what blew him up? Yeah. That was, that was hilarious.
0: Like, he could do do a Patreon, do commentary on football, Monday Night Game or something. I don't Mm -hmm. see how no, like, how no comedians, like, I, I guess it's licensing with the NFL,
1: but, like. Rogan does those fight po- like, that, and it's not like they're showing the fight. Like, you can watch it and just have it lined up, but having, like, a comedian commentate it, I guess, you guys know Bob Menery.
0: Well, they don't know. show the UFC
1: yeah. um, <clears throat> video.
0: Which I almost feel like they could, probably could. Like, I yeah, because like of Rogan. Yeah. Rogan's friends with Dana, but, but he's like, not trying to push any buttons or get anyone, you know, but her about him taking advantage of anything. Yeah. You know, I feel like he's playing it safe. Yeah. He's like you can line it up. He he gives you the timestamp of where they're at in the fight. Mm-hmm. You can line it up and watch it word for word, exactly. commercial for commercial, whatever. I walk out like that, for walk out. They do have the the
1: Manning cast now though, which is pretty funny to watch, Peyton it's, Manning bully Eli Manning for.
2: It's okay. <laughs> every
1: I, game. I liked it, but the, the problem is they're they're not like on any level good at it. You know, it's just cool to see the the two brothers. I watch the clips. I don't, when I'm watching it, I don't watch that stream of it. But, like, I go back and watch, like, the clips of, like, Aaron Rodgers being on there and different Mm -hmm. quarterbacks, Tom Brady. And it's always hilarious when it's, like, another Super Bowl, like, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, whatever. Yeah. And they're just both, and Peyton Manning and whoever the guest is are just, like, big brothering Eli Manning the whole time. And it's like, yo, this is a two-time Super Bowl (laughs) champion winning quarterback. And they're just, like...
0: Picking on him, kind of. <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah. funny to watch. He's an easy target, Eli. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've never seen... I, I've never been really a fan of either of them. Too much. The Mannings? Yeah. They were never on my football team. You know, they were never on the Dolphins. Yeah. So I was never, like, a fan of them. So I was like, oh, they have a commentary. Do you ever watch uh, I Am, the I Am Athlete post- podcast with... Uh, I've seen some parts.
1: It's you know. pretty good, man. I like it. They got uh, Channing Crowder, ex-Dolphin. Um, he's on, like, every episode. Chad Johnson, uh, Brandon Marshall. Now they've, like, split it off. They have, like, three different versions. But it's usually Fred Taylor from the Jags. What's uh, it called? Uh, I Am Athlete. I Am Athlete. It's funny because the, the phrase, I Am Athlete, just shows you their reading level. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I have CTE. I am, am CTE. CTE. <laughs> I am C- what do you say? I am CTE. I am CTE. <laughs> you guys have any concussions? You think you I've have had, any CTE? No,
0: not at all. I've had a concussion. I've
1: had like I've had multiple.
0: Oh. Uh, I'm I've probably had multiple. It's like the sideline drill in football mm-hmm. when you're young, like that drill alone has given me CTE. Yeah, I can see it. That's a fucking hell of a drill. Dude, and I'm, I remember getting fucking drilled a couple times and then like one time i get hit pretty hard and i'm like this time i'm just gonna fucking run as fast as i can you know i'm, yeah. I'm gonna win this time and that's the time where you really get the shit knocked you out ever, of you you ever been knocked out on the field uh-uh dude best game i ever
1: had is it was when i was at Benjamin. into the mic when i was at benjamin and uh, we we're playing john carroll normally we have pizza with him after the game and like just before the game I could tell I'm like dude this is gonna be a fucking day they're playing we ready by Archie Eversol on the we ready yeah. dude, I'm hopping up and down the field feeling good i had like three or four sacks and like other shit but the big part was, was hitting like I and we were like like I went there's a play Into and it's all kind of this all kind of leads up so we're running and uh they had this bit. Tim Tebow was like the the top guy in at Florida, and this, so this guy's wearing number fifteen. He was like a chunkier white dude who thought he was fast. Quarterback? And yeah. And so I remember just hitting him and like hitting him from the back, and they're all freaking out, saying it's a spear and all this shit. And so on the next play, it's a punt, and they punt it, and I'm standing over the ball, and somebody comes and hits me in the back and knocks me on the ground, and this uh, this kid Mike. Wilson jumps up, or no, yeah, it's, yeah, I think it was, and he hops up and he just, like, hits, hits the guy in the helmet, and, like, there's a whole big thing, whatever. So then the next play, we throw a screen pass to the right, and I'm playing tight end over here. I come like this, and the screen's coming here. Defensive lineman's following. You guys are going across the field. I'm coming like this at an angle, because a... I know he's going to be running here, so I'm going to get a crackback block, like, coming yeah. down the sideline. Dude, I hit this kid, and he does a straight-up backflip. And this is like an offensive lineman. He's a big, big guy. Straight-up backflip. Their coach grabs me because he thought it was a late hit. Grabs me, like starts hitting me in the face. Coach gets kicked out of the game. <laughs> I get kicked out of the game for the rest of the half. I'm fired up. I nice. already have like two sacks. Yeah. I was like, I was fucking feeling it. And, uh, you know, we're winning. We're up like big. And I go back into the game for kickoff. Started the game with a strip on on the kickoff but anyway this one I'm running chasing the guy down from behind he jukes to the left my player was going to go hit him he misses him and he just hits me right under the chin and I get hit straight back out cold
0: damn how old, how old were cold?
1: you? Uh, like 15 16 freshman football? Uh, sophomore year sophomore isn't it year? crazy how like the fucking high school like allows more hitting than football yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, yeah. it's but to be fair, you know, high school you're playing, you know, f- fifteen through eighteen year olds who like some yeah. care about it, some don't care about it. And they're just playing to play. The hit's NFL, up. you're you're going against like mutants, 300, like, you're 350 hundred <laughs> like, fifty pound fucking linemen that run four fives, like yeah. faster than any kid on athletic, like, that, yeah, three hundred and
0: fifty pounds, know how to
1: move and like how to hit and know what they're doing and like, yeah. So, I mean, dude. I just wish. I mean, just, I know
0: CTE is like a big thing, but the way I see it, the hits are still getting harder. You know, they're still hitting these motherfuckers big hits, harder though. and harder. There's some gnarly fucking hits in football, yeah. but dude, every time it's
2: a flag,
0: flag, Not every time. Not every time. Not if it's a good shoulder hit. It's the it's they're, when they they're looking. They're they're dude. I think the, the refs are a little
1: pre bananas now. I think that I mean, they're, they're, they're trying to make it their show. The yeah, hits
0: against the quarterback are a little are a little. Way overflagged. Way over. Flagged, way yeah. over I mean, that's
1: that's a Tom Brady penalty because when he, I remember it's like week one or two against the Chiefs back in like whenever. Whenever Matt Castle took up, over for him, but yeah. tore his ACL and hit him low, and then after that, like, you can't hit quarterbacks low anymore. And it's like, I mean, it's good because there's there's two ways to look at it. They say, well, you, you, we, these guys are making millions. We have to protect our investment, you know. But then the way I look at it is, dude, they're make, they're making millions. They can afford a little CTE, you know. Well, and I think I think that a lot of them, I think the majority of football players, it's not like they're just naive to the fact that CTE is a thing. I mean, they're yeah. in the NFL, they're talking to doctors and everything every day. Yeah, they know it. So they're aware. They're dude, they're fucking warriors. They're going out there. That's how they think. Like every time I've heard a football player talk about it, they're like, "I'm going out there to,
0: you know, kill the other guy." Like they, they know what they're getting into. They know, and they, that, know what they know could they could break their leg, their arm. They can get a concussion on any given play.
1: Yeah, and they only have a short time to do it. They got to give it all. I mean, eight years, and then now, I mean, there was a thirty for thirty, like broke. ESPN was called broke, and it was like about how like (coughs) whatever crazy percentage of NFL players are broke, like two years after, (coughs) three years after. But now, it's nice with social media and stuff like those guys. If you into the mic, that if you sorry 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 that if you you know want to have a. Life in football after football, with social media, podcasts, whatever it might be, you can parlay that NFL fame into something after,
0: mm-hmm.
1: as well as having a shit ton of money from well, the, the other ten years you play that
0: nobody talks about. And uh, you know, it's like most most
1: players in the NFL are black, so obviously they're spending their money, you know. I think that now the, the teams, the NFL teams and stuff, I think they have like He's financial. Jo- I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't endorse these comments. I, <laughs> I was just fucking around. I was going to ignore it. Hey, Marcus it like it Twain. A, <laughs> I, shit.
0: I was going to ignore it like it was a serious comment. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Well, football's dumb. No, you're dumb. I'm just kidding. But, There's you know,
1: a playoff game today. I was about to say we got a this is a good Saturday for sports, man. We got playoff old game Joey Burrow, Yeah, you know, going. Playoff game tomorrow. Two t- two today, two tomorrow, and then we got the fight tonight. Fight tonight is what I'm excited for. So we're going to go over the card. What
0: what other fights are on there? Um Brandon Moreno okay. is rematching um Figueiredo, I think it is. It's um, we're just talking about his older brother. Both of them are in the UFC. Let me see, UFC. Just had it pulled up.
2: I just feel I just feel like
1: Ngannou can knock out anybody at any time. So it's like
0: he's you know. But so I'm gonna start from the bottom. There's Michael Morales versus Trevin Giles, which will be a good welterweight fight. Who you got? Um. I know Michael Morales. I don't really know Trevin Giles. I'll go with who I know. I'm going with Michael Morales. Okay. Cam? What?
1: Oh, I fucking... <laughs> I spaced out, man. I'm
0: still hungover. I'm in and out of this conversation.
1: I more, hear you. So I, I hear uh, Who'd you say? The two fucking nothings you were just mentioning? I know the Michael Morales name. I, I don't, don't, don't even know these guys. Yeah. Either. I don't know the other I'll guy. I'll say no
0: comment. How about that? That's smart. Uh, smart. Smart. Yeah. <laughs> this dude's name is Sed... Medov.
1: like Khabib's little brother.
0: I think so. Or like it's the same a big fanboy, same last name. Well, they all have like there's only five names over there anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, they're all the fucking same name. But um there's a Dagestani fighter versus Cody Stammon. And I'm give going. Me the, I'm give going, me the Dagestani. Yeah, I'm going Dagestani all day, bro. Against what's the guy's name? Co- Cody Stammon. You about to get you he looks like a beast, off of you, buddy. Oh, he looks like a beast, but I'm sorry. The Nurmagomedov is going to win. Yeah. Gee, I'm fucking looking at it. And I can't even say it. <laughs> uh, and then we got another one I don't really know of, which is Michael P- Pereira versus Andre Fialo. Give me Fialo. I'm going with Pereira. You don't know Fialo. <laughs> it's a fun last name. <laughs> <laughs> and then the co-main event. Which I do know is Brandon Moreno versus Davison, Davison Figueroa, which is a rematch. Figueiredo used to be the champion, and Brandon Moreno took it from him about six months ago. Give it back. So they're doing a rematch. <laughs> it was a fucking, I think it was first round or second round rear naked choke. And Figueiredo is known as like a Brazilian, you know, jujitsu guy. guy. And uh, he, he ch- got fucking rear naked choked like a motherfucker, dude. And then Brandon Moreno starts, like, breaking down crying because he was like, I will choke him out. I'm going to beat his ass. He's going to regret getting in the cage. I mean, he was talking shit, right? He was so confident leading up to that fight. I remember this fight. And um, he goes in the cage and he fucking does everything that he was saying. And the commentators on that fight, if you go rewatch it, they mention that during the fight. He's like, he did what he said he was going to do. He fucking rear naked choked him. And then he breaks down on his knees, and he just starts crying.
1: See, here's my thing on that, though. Like, that would, like, normally lead me to believe that he's going to win this next one. But how much energy, focus, and all of that was expended on that? Like, no matter how hard you train, like, your 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 mind, you know, you get ready for something. That was six months ago, you said?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like he might be emotionally spent. I think that he, like, obviously he's going to come in ready. I'm not saying that he's going to come in flat or anything like that, but... That will to win, that that extra desire that makes the difference. He won that fight, and I feel like that has shifted now to the figure, other guy, yeah. And that that out. now that fires under him, and but you said it was second round, right? So it's like it I either, didn't see the fight, so I don't know how much how if he like
0: completely dominated or he if completely it, dominated, yeah, yeah. It was pretty fucking awesome. It was a great fight because I'm over here thinking that Figueroa was going to win because he was kind of like the mu- more muscular guys like 125 pound division wow it's the uh flyweight division and these guys are light small dudes you know it's 100 pounds less than me that's crazy <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> these are some small dudes and just a little bit of muscle is a lot of weight when it comes yeah. to that so like one dude was more muscular it looked like and um i think that was figueredo at the time and i was i, I I don't know what it was really, but I was thinking Figueroa was gonna win. Mm-hmm. But man, once they started fighting, I was like, "Oh shit!" Brandon Moreno <laughs> is gonna take this, you know. All right. And uh, he just eventually backed him up onto the cage, got him to turn around, hopped on his back real quick, choked him out. I was, it was a fucking badass fight. Okay. So um, yeah. I'm I'm stoked for this one.
1: That should be, and then the next one's in Ganu and. Uh, yeah. What's it? Cyril Gan. Cyril Gan. To see and they used fight. to train together yeah. apparently. And now there's like bad
0: blood. I guess I, qu-
1: I mean they say, you know. Yeah. You I think it's all fight. drama. Yeah, you gotta
0: You'll sell see the fight. Ap- you'll see him afterwards hug. Yeah. I'm sure. And they'll be like, "Yo, you know, I you know I respect you, man. That was just a self fight. <laughs> yeah. That was just a the fight." Yeah. Like I don't know whether I respect fighters that do that or not. You know. I mean, it's a necessary part like, Kobe, of it. Colby Covington Kamaru Usman when at the end of their fight When they, you know, they started talking, and eventually, like, that popped up on social media. You heard what they were saying to each other, and that's pretty much what they were saying to each other. They're like, you know, I respect the fuck out of you. You know, everything that was said before the fight was just just to sell the fight. Yeah.
1: Well, in Colby Covington, like, when you hear, you know, people talk about him who've been in the UFC and stuff, he... He started his career. I mean, now he's a notorious shit talker, but he wasn't when he first got in there. And then he, like, made the decision, saw the success of Connor, and was like, They were going to kick him out. I got to do this. And now he's one of the best at doing it. And I would assume that the majority, if the other guy's not a shit talker as well, usually, like, Usman is like a confident guy, but he's also like a respectful guy. So I don't think that he's like a huge, wouldn't typically be a huge talker, but it's a big fight. Colby Covington talks his shit if it was before he this, like if this is old colby he's i don't think there would be much shit talk in this fight however at the same time i don't think that the fight would be as hyped as it was so i feel like it's it's a necessary it's i gonna ne- call it, it evil evil yeah i mean i i like it man it adds it, it also brings in the fans that aren't you know they don't know everything that's going on like they don't know that colby covington what used about to the be new there.
0: um colby covington versus jorge Mazadal? I think that uh, be awesome. that's gonna be a good fight. Yeah, that's a. Who, crew, who was the last the person Jorge fought? Um, the guy who knocked him out, uh, uh, Kamar Usman. Yeah. yeah, I think it was Usman. Fucking, that's a battle right there, uh, Masvidal versus Canelo. You know, that's a battle of two Trumpers,
1: right? Yeah, big two trumpers, Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, they're fighting over daddy's affection,
0: <laughs> <laughs> ladies. <laughs> No one gives a fuck about Trump's affection.
1: You remember Masvidal when he when he knocked out Askren in, like, what was it, like a second? Something yeah, like that? Four yeah, four seconds. Bro, that was always my argument. Like, I had buddies in high school in wrestling and, like, dude, I know wrestling practices are a motherfucker and I respect wrestlers and stuff. My thing was always in a street fight, don't you think when you go for a takedown, somebody's just going to knee you in the fucking head? Like, it's a street fight. It's not a wrestling match. Like, they're going to knee you in the fucking head. Yeah, And... When that happened, I was like, oh, shit. That's that's what I said. Obviously, it's not going to happen every time. That but that was that just a
0: set-up flying knee. Like, well, Jorge Masvidal walked, like, three steps to the side mm-hmm. and then started going straight. Like, he picked his angle yeah. on Ben Askren and got Ben Askren to turn and then start running. Yeah. You know? And yeah, the- no, I'm
1: not saying there wasn't wasn't, you know, a plan behind it, but... That's something that I've always kind of thought. Like, obviously, I, they're wrestling. Like for a while, wrestling is kind of like not dominated the UFC, but like you look at Khabib out in his wrestling and just like nobody can beat him in that division because they can't do anything to him. He's gonna well, grab this, him. He's
0: gonna maul him. There's this dude, uh, Cyborg. In the UFC, dude or girl? There's cyborg. The there's girl. a the there's dude, a jujitsu guy named cyborg. There's a girl and there's a guy in the UFC. They're all named cyborg. Okay, it's three like fighting cyborgs. Are they but, <laughs> are they connected at all? Or no, are they just they're all completely different people? But, wild um, cyborgs. This dude cyborg was going against um, I don't know who he was going against, but he went for a takedown and he got a knee right to the head mm. and he fractured his skull, like golf ball sized Dent in his head. Jeez. It was gnarliest injury in the UFC. The the X ray of his skull was is some fucking crazy shit. Yeah, I'll, I'll pull it up. I'll pull it up so you guys can see what I'm talking about.
1: I used to have a girlfriend who was suicidal. The sex was great after.
0: <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saving that one for a while. That was a good. Look one. at that. Ugh! Here. Oh my gosh! Describe so, it. His whole middle of his skull is caved in, Ugh. and that's the X-ray of his bones. I'm good on What's that one. Yeah. Is that? Does he have
1: like? Is the stuff on his forehead just like to keep his here, skull here, let intact? Me see it. Let me see it. He's got like it looks like little sutras on there to like keep it from his. Oh that's, falling oh, that's po- that's post-surgery. That's what I'm assuming. But, like, are those things... Because if you this look underneath what he, it, there's, like, a This is what he looked crack. like
0: after the fight. Oh, oh, man. He's got a full-on dent in his forehead. It's crazy that human... Like,
1: we're so, like, vulnerable to attack. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. a, like Like, like... Humans, like, you could just, like, get hit in the head like that and crush your head. Your stomach, we can just get poked in our stomach with something sharp and we're, like, done. Like, Dude, yeah. but we, we are not we're even just, in the food chain anymore. We're just, so we just, we've, like, escaped it. Like, we Yeah, evolution passed right over us, kind of, like that. The other day, I saw a video. I just got certified on a forklift the other day. And the guy's showing uh, this video. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, you see this? That guy, you point? That guy's going to die soon. Watch. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> but it's just kind of creepy how he's like, that, see him right there, he's living? He, in, in 10 seconds, he's going to be dead, not living. So I'm watching him. They, the guy's, like, mistakes on a forklift. You can fucking die, dude. He got this oh, big sure. slab of marble. He's trying to pull up off the truck, you know? And uh, the the thing wasn't attached the right way. And you just see the marble fall, like, in, like right over and crush and flatten him. And, uh... I was like, damn, life is so, it's so fragile. Oh, yeah. Think about it. You were just, I used to work. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Just like gelatin, goo. Yeah. I used to work at a moving company and like going down the stairs and stuff. Like there was one time I'm bringing down as a dresser. Stairs? What's that? I was moving a dresser down the stairs and it's probably like, if it was on the ground, like a, a chest height dresser. So I'm bringing it down, I'm bringing it down and the guy slips. And it just comes down at me and like, I jumped up on top of it and kind of like landed, like rode it down to the the bottom. And luckily it didn't break, but like, I don't know if I was underneath there and it just went back and flipped and landed on me. I'm like, dude, I could have just died right there. Like, I don't know.
0: It's It could have definitely smushed you. Yeah. Cracked your head. Yeah, I had to. uh, Smush is not the right word in that context. Why not? It's like the same. the guy with the marble
1: slab, he got smushed. It just doesn't he sound... He did. He got smushed. No, he got, like, destroyed. Like, I don't know. There's something, like... Smushed is like like a grandma hug. Yeah, she smushed me when she's...
0: I don't know. Uh, I kind of get it. He no, sounds, it doesn't sound right. A it's obliter- a cute name for... <laughs> yeah, it's a cute name for something so tragic. He would have gotten obliterated. <laughs> yeah, you would have gotten... There
1: we go. <laughs> yeah, I was up in Montana. I was probably, like, 15, 16, and it was in the summer, and, um my stepdad's mom lived on like uh this this ranch on a mountain on like the side of a mountain and then you take the four wheelers up to the top to go snowboard so we're on the way up and like I noticed something on the way up because I'm drifting around the corners getting cocky and stuff and like pull up to one and the, the handlebars kind of lock up a little bit and I like hit the brakes and slow down I'm just like looking off this cliff I was like damn dude you can just fly off these things and then so we go up we snowboard coming back down and it's kind of like uh icy snowy little path that we're coming back on and you're going and you're coming down the hill and there's a right turn that's like sharp and you go and then after you go past that turn like if you don't hit that turn there's a little uh crevice that you go down and up and then there's trees so i'm driving i'm coming back down i hit the brakes the brakes aren't working i'm just sliding so i'm probably going like 10 miles 15 miles an hour flying to there hit the little bank and like the shocks from the four-wheeler bounce i off my chest i fly do like a flip and a half i land on my like shoulder and my neck hit the ground four-wheeler comes tumbling lands on my leg
0: oh man
1: dude i'm sitting there i just look up and i see my stepdad and sister just riding off on their four-wheeler didn't even see it happen and they're just like going and on the way up there's like, a little sign like this is not a protected area bears all this i'm like That's how it ends. I'm about to get eaten by this bear and like laying here. And uh, I ended up being fine. They came back. My stepdad like pulled the four wheeler off of me. But it's crazy that like little things like that where it's just like you can easily. Oh, yeah. Even in a second.
0: Even when I was just in a bunch of national parks, you're on the side of these mountains. Mm -hmm. And it's like one little slip being too close to the edge. And it's like bye bye.
1: Gone. I wonder what the number is. Per year in national parks and stuff.
0: Huh? We only got like ten percent battery left on the
1: computer. It might die soon, so just beware of that. How many? How much time have we done?
0: Uh, like an hour and a half. Exactly an hour and a half. Oh shit! We've been going a long time. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Did you realize it? Um. Yeah. Cool. Moving on. I'm going snowboarding. Speaking of snowboarding, that's right. Going up the rack. I got some plans to go snowboarding. Hell yeah! Should be fun as fuck. Have you? Have you? Uh, you a shredder? Are I you think you so. Sh- yeah, I feel like I am. <laughs> that's all that matters, <laughs> you know. I I can get down some hairy shit. I'm not too good with tricks. Okay, but I can get down some hairy. I can get down some steep shit. Nice. I'm really good with my turns. You know, I'm, I want to get better with my tricks. I think that's what I'm going to work on a little bit more next time I go up there. Yeah, but um, I went down some steep shit last time I was in California. I was in uh on um. Like and it was in Lake Tahoe on okay. In State Line at Heavenly and was going down some sketchy shit, like some steep bowls. And it was fun. It was fun as fuck, you know, and the powder's only gonna be better. Yeah. Over at Breck. But I was looking at like the snowfall. There's only been like hundred and forty five inches of snowfall and their yearly average is like three hundred and fifty inches. Oh shit. So they're not even halfway there. When did you check? Because they just had a huge blizzard. I mean, everywhere had like a huge. They blizzard. didn't get any of it though.
1: No, like Damn.
0: they got like six inches of that. It was mostly the East Coast. Yeah, because it came south late. Gotcha. I'm, I'm, I'm so corny. Keep trying. Don't don't make a stupid dick joke. You just keep saying inches. I just keep wanting to. Yeah, you know, make a stupid dick joke. I think refraining from it is worse than saying that you're refraining from it. <laughs> is a worse interruption than your stupid dick joke <laughs> you right. i that was so, that was the stupidest thing you could have said
1: let me stop you real quick I don't want to interrupt by saying a dick joke so I'm not gonna <laughs> just...
0: I have a dick joke that I haven't said <laughs> but I don't want to interrupt <laughs> I didn't think I just... because I don't want to interrupt <laughs> sorry,
2: if good I don't, job if Cavs. I don't
0: speak I don't feel like I'm not being I feel like I'm not being heard <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hungover cam, back to what we sounded like in episode five. No, we were great episode five. Yeah, sure. What's your guys' you have a favorite episode that you've done so far? Yeah, the uh,
1: Fitzy one. The first Fitzy one is my favorite. Yeah?
0: yeah. Uh, I kind of like that one, too, yeah. But I think, like, our last one. I watched the last one with Fitzy on there. Last one with Fitzy and, yeah. like, the newest one with me and him. Like, we were doing pretty good, I think. Oh, yeah. I think like our newest ones I've liked the most yeah, for sure that makes sense since, I mean, since I've been back from our trip yeah I was thinking about this the other day got generally fried
1: and uh you know when we first started out we had the worst sound equipment for about 10 episodes okay yeah. it was really bad terrible and that's when everybody was like oh I'm gonna check them out see what they're doing and so they got, like, bad product, you mm-hmm. know, right away. And so everybody now,
0: goes back and listens to, like, one of the first ten. Yeah. Like, I'm going to see what these guys are all about. Like, they, we advertise the new episode, mm-hmm. and they go and they listen to the first one. Yeah. You know, like, there's so many plays on the first one. Like, the new one will still have, like, a little bit. Yeah. You know. I hear you. But
1: then as we went along, we got better equipment eventually. And uh, and then Jacob goes on his trip. So there's, like, a little gap, mm-hmm. right? and uh i mean it wasn't really it wasn't that bad like honestly because like we had been posting like once a month basically yeah you know so it wasn't missed two months isn't a big deal but there was a gap and when when he came back uh i was like all right it almost felt like we're new people you know like yeah where we've grown a little bit you know because i was doing my thing and he was doing his thing yeah And we came back and we had a lot to talk about you know yeah that makes sense i mean it's so I I wanted to actually ask you about your movie. What is what like? What is it about? What's the plot? What? Oh, I'll just I'll just spoil it all right now uh, because I'm not making it. So anybody else, if you are fucking listening right now, you can make this movie. I'm he tried to make this movie. I and mean, yeah, it's like it's a, it a valiant effort. I watched your, yeah. the short film that you did. Oh, yeah. yeah, which one? The. Uh, it was Gia was in it. Oh, that's good. Yeah, Trash Sniffer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That was a good one. This one, this new one was called Social Drinkers. Okay. And uh, the idea, I heard somebody, I was listening to a podcast, and I heard somebody say, it's like these two, uh, these two, out, like, alcoholics, they're just convincing each other they're social drinkers. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that's a funny concept, Yeah. You know? And I started thinking about it, thinking about it. It's like, all right. So it starts out, um, the first scene. I think I've told you about this one, right? I know, it, yep. Yeah, the first scene. Was supposed to be Zach Gamp. Mm-hmm. He's got like a, a big knife in his hand. Uh-huh. There's like a rat on the counter, and he's about to kill it, but then he stops because there's like a knock at the door. Uh-huh. And he's like, "This isn't over. It's my cheese." <laughs> he says, like, "You know, it's supposed to be really goofy." Yeah. Know? And uh, he goes and answers the door, and it's Gaitlin. Okay. Know? And Gaitlin's like, "What's up, dude? I'm your new roommate." And he's like, Oh, right, come on in." And uh, then they start like out of nowhere as they're talking, Gamp just pulls out a beer, like you know. Like magic, yeah. And, uh, he's like, "Oh, dude, it's kind of early to be drinking." You know, you think think we should be drinking early? He's like, "Oh, yeah, it's fine." You, know, you want one? So then they start drinking, and uh, and you know, they just it gets worse and worse. They get they, oh, they they catch the rat, okay, and then they, to celebrate, they start drinking a lot, and then so there's they they start uh, chugging beers, doing uh what's the the funnel, yeah, um, doing the fucking shotguns, and then they move on. They they start doing shots, and then they're and it gets worse, and they they start. Uh, there's even one part where they're drinking wine with like cheeses, and it's like very fancy. Yeah. And then, <laughs> then there's like one where they're in here, like uh, drinking whiskey and like smoking cigars, and like <laughs> it was it gets really ridiculous. And then, um, and then the next scene is Gaitland's dead on the ground. <laughs>
0: All right, Cam. No one. No one's going to know about your movie because your computer died. So now we're back and we're with Blake. We're still talking about comedy. Cam was curious and obviously he walked out. But Cam was curious that you said you wanted to be in comedy. Yeah, man. I mean, I've I've always liked stand-up. I mean, I think back, like I remember. So what's wrong with you? Uh, phew, where do i start you need like <laughs> something wrong with you to want people to laugh at you right yeah i don't That's know what i always heard about comedians yeah
1: i don't know i think there that part <laughs> of me was when i was younger i
0: think i definitely
1: had like a more of a thing like that but
0: cam you what, were we, what were we gonna ask him about the comedy
1: oh you want like, what kind of comedy like stage you're writing um i've really i've always thought stand-up mm-hmm. um but I've always liked writing, like, since I can yeah. remember, I've always liked it. And, like, you know, words. Me, too. And- I'm a big-time writer.
0: Yeah? Yeah. Not yet, but I will be. No. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you. Um, you ever wrote anything, Blake?
1: No, not really. I mean, I have, like, journal Thanks. entries and stuff. I haven't really written. I mean, obviously, for school and stuff, I always wrote. And there was, you know, certain things like that. Um, I don't know. Words, conversations, everything like that. Like, I don't know. It fascinates me. the The, like communication like I don't know I've read a couple books on communication and stuff like that I just kind of interests me like like I'm I just graduated with a marketing degree in business and all that and it's more so like the psychology of what makes people interested in buying stuff and stuff like that like and comedy is a similar thing I kind of think of like you can you by saying something and crafting you know putting these words together you can make people have this involuntary action of laughing and, like, you know, I don't know. Sounds like you should be a salesman. Well, that's what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh... But, um... The effect of writing is, like, it's not limited to... uh, to like entertainment Mm -hmm. you know like like marketing you see i see marketing stuff all the time it makes me laugh my balls off yeah you know look remember those billy mays things yeah or flex seal Mm -hmm. i mean that's there's i saw the boat in half (laughs) (laughs) i love phil swift so much (laughs) somebody wrote that for him yeah you know yeah yeah. and it's just i don't know there's plenty different venues to get out your uh, ideas you know yeah I, went, I have wrote the uh, only thing I've ever completed, like only story I ever completed um, was a, I wrote this, this short story called the Moro Estate okay back when I was in like I think I just graduated high school. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so like the story it's like it's really it's like dark. Mm-hmm. you know it's no, no comedy, right It's a ghost story okay and it takes place in like North Florida mm-hmm. uh, and it's like on like at this like, house in the middle like of a farm. And these two people, they move in, a husband and a wife. And uh, he's in a wheelchair. And he's wheelchair-bound, and you don't know why. Okay. And she's, like, helping you know, help him take care of him. And uh, you, you start to, like... He starts to slowly die. He's ca- coughing up blood. He's seeing ghosts, you know. And he thinks it's the ghost, you know, the whole time. But it's not the ghost. It's the woman. That's killing, you know? us? It's killing him? him? Yeah, it's Poisoning him? Yeah, that's poisoning him. And uh, at the end... The end scene is like, well, one of the last scenes was uh, the ghost finally approaches him, catches him, and it's his mom. He sees it's his mom. He died in the house. And she's like, don't be afraid. I'm not, I just, you know, came to tell you that she's killing you. Yeah. You know, so he was afraid of the apparition who was trying to help him. And then. Oh, that's a that's, that's a cool story. Yeah. And then the last scene is like she's running around the house trying to kill him and shit and he's like in his chair like ah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's like it's it's a cool like idea. That's a cool plot, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know about like publishing it, how it's a fucking short story. You're not making any money off it, you know. Yeah. But I mean there's always like I've always been interested in like what you like. What is the process? How do you become a writer on a show? What do you do? Like I've heard that packets, like SNL, you send in tapes or like packets and stuff like that. Oh, dude, I really, if I, I knew, knew, I would fucking be there. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> the Google question. I was gonna say. I feel like it's it's Googleable, and I've done it before. And like I don't know. There's this weird. There was a book again recommended by Rogan, and it's the uh, the the War of Art, not the Art of War by Sun Tzu, but um the 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 war of uh, the art of war, the war of art yeah. it is essentially talking about resistance. And it's like about things that you almost subconsciously know would be beneficial to you and that you don't do them. And like the things that you feel the biggest resistance towards are like the things that would be the biggest beneficiary like yeah. to your life. And um, I like that actually. It's a, you know, I always think I'm masochistic because I'm always sabotaging my life, you mm-hmm. know? But I think you kind of explained it. No, I think I think it's something that a lot of people. And it's weird. It's like it seems to be a phenomenon that a lot of people deal with in, in a bunch of different ways. And yeah. like, I think one of the things is like knowing like certain things that I want to do, and then just yeah. being like, well, I can't do it yet because of this or whatever it might be, or I have to do that. And like again, it's like you said, that's a ball question. It's like how do you go about it? And like I have Googled it, but then at the same time, like I haven't done a deep dive to real or took the steps to actually pursue that i'm like oh that would be awesome to write for a show or be able to perform on it if that's what was decided or whatever it might be that's why i'm making these movies i'm making a, like a catalog of stuff i can like send to people
0: like, yeah hey, check out my movies
1: like, these are the things that writing. i've tried to direct like yeah. put
0: into action yeah because yeah. you want to be a director you want to eventually do yeah. do a film or two. Oh yeah i you got know, some kind of independent film you get you know like an invest investor and someone with a story, you know, like the guy we had on earlier today, Geo. he's doing a documentary about, um, he's a surfer with Asperger's and he's gone through like depression. He has ADHD and he's treated it with medical, uh, by doing, uh, psilocybin mushrooms. Okay. Like microdosing and stuff. Exactly. Oh. And doing like a big trip with a shaman and diving deep yeah. into his mind and, and now he can fully, you know, be on a podcast and hold conversations with people and yeah. not be socially awkward. And he's doing this documentary about his surfing and his mental, you know, th- shit yeah. with um, growing up with it, having it now, surfing with it, uh, how jujitsu has helped him, yeah. and just a bunch of different things. And it's probably being directed and filmed by an amateur f- uh f- Videographer yeah. and uh, director and all that shit. You know, not saying that you want to go into documentaries, but you find someone like that yeah. with some kind of idea, yeah. some kind of backing, Yeah. You know, even if you have the idea, someone that wants to back your idea yeah. and help you see that come to fruition. You know, I would, I would like to do like a documentary,
1: but I would do them on like fucking weird people. Like I would find like a Alien, you ever seen Alien All Gas no, no Breaks? No, it's like a YouTube channel, and he essentially goes around and just finds like. He goes to, like, the gathering of the Juggalos and goes to, like, you know, these fringe different yeah. events and stuff like that and just finds fucking characters, man. And, yeah. like, interviews them, lets them tell their story. And, yeah. like, certain ones, if they're, like, like they just did this one guy. Uh, you guys know the 55th Street guy? Mm-mm. No. Uh, it's, like, this guy. He's got, like, face tasks and stuff. He's, like, a, he, he doesn't say any Bs. He only says Cs for Crip. He's, like... The Big thing is like uh, he calls people Custer, like a Buster, but with a C. Okay, it's like Custer is a Buster with a C because I'm a crib. <laughs>
2: like
0: I don't yeah. know. He, he just
1: does. He like falls around. Shows his daily life and like huh. I don't know. It's 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 kind of refreshing to see. And then again, like with with the surfing and like the Asperger's and the challenges that come along with it, I think that there's kind of more of a push now for not the you know instagram like everything's perfect type of thing you know that people want to hear stories that they can relate to and you know i guess it's always kind of been like but i just feel like it's exaggerated now because of social media is is like a highlight reel and then when you go and you show something it's like
0: that's it's deeper. a film into something it's a it's a look into something real
1: yeah yeah i see what you're saying and i think that things are kind of go, it's funny like you that's see that's what we have
0: with this podcast we're real that's all we yeah. have. Well, and I think I
1: think podcasts are are something like that. And like I think reality TV was it worked because people wanted to see people thought it they, was real. Yeah, and they wanted it was the they same wanted, concept. I see what you're saying. They wanted to see real I mean, there's T V, but you, everybody knows it's scripted and they're actors and all of that. And it's so I think WWE, like, you know, when before it came out that it was like script and stuff, and obviously, you know, they still do crazy shit, but all of that, it's like people want to see real life situations and they're watching TV to see like what's actually going on. I think that's why YouTube's blown up and I think that like now that's like vlogs and stuff. It's it's like reality TV but more real and I think that people kind of want more realness yeah. out of entertainment now.
0: Yeah, I could def- I believe it. I see it. I'm living it. Nowadays I'm doing there's it. There's a documentary on everything. Everything, bro. Type in
1: you type in <laughs> Type in, like, Florida Man. I'm sure there's a documentary oh, yeah. on the Florida Man. Did you guys see the WikiLeaks you know? documentary about Julian Assange? <clears throat> uh-uh. No. I just, I put it on the other day while I was, like, I just got home from work. I, like, grabbed something quick to eat, and I was sitting at my desk. I was, like, right, I'm going to watch this while I eat. Then I'm going to hop on and play some Madden or whatever. And uh it's like, a two-and-a-half-hour documentary. I ended up watching the whole thing. It's, like...
0: Basically, puts it on Netflix? Yeah, it like dope. details. I watch
1: it all of like the
0: stuff of like Julian Assange and like. Because uh, I was curious about that story because I don't know everything about it, but I do know that Julian Assange is getting fucked. Yeah, I mean, for he's being getting, a fucking
1: patriot. Yeah, and and you know, there's there's arguments on both sides for you know what he was doing, and I think that yeah, he's he was right, but then at the same time, you know, humans are humans, and I don't think that his. Uh, the way he painted himself was like as like a patriot. It, 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 when he became like a rock
0: star over in Sweden, like I think it kind of consumed him because not a patriot. That was a bad word no. for being a journalist. And, a and, journalist, and not a patriot. He,
1: while watching it, you kind of get the sense that he's not. He lives in the digital world, and so he doesn't. He he discounts a lot of human factors and like thinks that if everything, all the information was out there. And everybody was free. It's it's a utopian idea, similar to okay. communism. Yeah, and like it's not you got to factor in human nature, and people aren't always going to be cool. And if everything is all out there, yeah, I mean, people have a right to know that that way they can make informed. You're being decisions. vague with this, with it. You're being vague with it. I feel like what do he do? I'm trying. All right. So no, essentially, no. he what happened? The big thing that really got where they got all of their stuff is Bradley Martin was a uh, he was in the military and he was a computer analyst and a, a security analyst. So he was there and Bradley Martin was battling with uh gender dysphoria. He thought he was a woman, all of this. And he was in like a hyper masculine environment with, you know, soldiers and everything. So he's he's kind of losing his mind in there. And he, you know, went into chat rooms and stuff like all of that. Well, he ended up running into Julian Assange in one of these chat rooms because Julian Assange had originally been arrested when he was like 15 or 16 for hacking into the Australian military and like trying to expose secrets there. And so he kind of had a a, a bit of clout within the hacker community. Uh, So we reached out to him and he leaked 250,000 government, you know, things on the Iraq war, uh, torture techniques, videos of all of this. And all of that. And his thing is, you know, you have to have information to be able to make informed decisions, which, you know, I agree. I mean, uh, to a certain extent, I forgot which president said it, but it's like in order for democracy to work, you have to have a well-informed republic. Was was it Eisenhower? No. No? Well, well, (laughs) anyway, but you have to have a, you know, the people have to know what's going on to be able to make informed decisions to vote in the right people. And that's was what Assange was saying but he also leaked all this information. And it was like, you know, there were people saying that it was putting people at risk at the time at the place and all this. And his whole idea was, you know, all of this information allows freedom. And I think that he, you know, was more involved, like he spent more of his time on a computer in the digital world, where, you know, things may be a little more, uh, a little more utopian, you know, everybody, is saying they're going to do what they do, but it's, you know, on the computer, you don't know what anybody's doing. So he has this idea that everything's going to be great, similar to communism, similar to a lot of utopian ideas. And he he failed to factor in, you know, if that information's out, not everybody's just going to be using it to make well-informed decisions. They're going to be doing it to, you know, do evil shit as well. So there's an argument on both sides. I think that what he did was exposing some shit, but yes... But it's also kind of like counterproductive because all other nations are doing it, and yeah, America is doing it. But that's you're you're also showing the darker side of of
0: humankind.
1: Is war? War isn't pretty. War isn't anything like that. But it's, war is it's ugly. Th- it's
0: things that people don't need to know, you know, because we we vote in these wars. You know, like to a certain extent, we want to either be in or be
1: out of these wars, but but, no. but like how much say do we really have in that? It's kind of strange with like no, you no, know no. government workers you know work for the people, but meanwhile, you know we're we're like we like I don't know, there's certain people that' like oh we we want mandates, we don't want mandates, and it's like well, it doesn't. It's not up to any of us. It seems like it's just up to the government if they're going to
0: pass it or not. It's yeah, like, but we're the but people like, who we, vote these people in. Yeah, I think it's Did an archaic know? system. I think it's Did kind of an archaic system. Fuckers?
1: Bro, less than fifty percent of America votes. Did you know that?
0: Yeah, that's sh- and that's there was, so. There shitty. was more <laughs> votes this year than ever before, and there was about a third of the population that voted. Yeah. yeah well, like, and I don't know. I don't care what side you're on. I it, it like
1: the like the on social media and everything like it it was you know there's a whole oh it's rigged as all this you weren't allowed to post anything pro trump or anti-biden during the election without it being flagged as misinformation yeah how how, How uh, is that Hunter biden laptop yeah and and that was all hidden i don't care what side you're on at least admit that like you know it was very clear who all the media wanted to win who social media wanted to win i mean there's That's another thing. I think the internet, we're in the infancy of it. And like, even though we've had it for a while, we're still technically, I mean, we've never had anything like this before in human history, the internet and the the ability to reach people like we do. Yeah. It's very strange for So there aren't really laws in place in terms of how you're going to go about conducting your business. So we're still like shooting Indians and whatever, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So what's, what's, how's that
0: battery look? It's there. Two bars? No. One. Yeah. All right. So, oops, I didn't mean to. Let's uh, Ding. let's wrap this up. I don't know how much longer we're gonna have with this battery. Okay. Uh, well, it already died on us once. I'm not getting more batteries out for another one. All right. Um. Well, I want. I I would like to come back on. I want to do a little
1: yeah, more. Like yeah. there's certain things that I wanted to talk about, but I didn't feel like I had a good enough like
0: grasp on them. Yeah. To honestly, say. this was um. I'm not gonna lie. This wasn't our my best podcast. I felt like I was a little tuned out of it as well um cam's a terrible co-host hey cam's hungover it's fine <laughs> yeah, i'll be back we'll definitely have you back on hell yeah maybe even next weekend uh very I'm- very soon we'll have you back on yeah uh, it was good, a great man. conversation whatever we talk about it's always a great conversation whenever mm-hmm. i'm hanging out with you i was yeah always have cool. great conversation Um I agree. just got to get a little bit more used to the microphone getting good <laughs> yeah. audio the whole time yeah um and not worrying about getting good audio because that draws away from the conversation as well Um, well this is this is my first podcast man i'm glad to be on and like just you know having
1: the mic here and getting comfortable i'll keep myself up close to it next time perfect (laughs) um
0: but yeah man i had a blast this this is a lot of fun i like doing this so cool glad you like it and you'll definitely be back on thanks for coming on all right boys thanks for being here cam glad you made this one to the end (laughs) see you later everybody peace
3: me you love me but I know it's a lie and I wonder why Kiss has grown cold and there's ice in your smile And I wonder Why you don't love me anymore